<laughs> oh, thank you for the lovely Martin's intro. Martin's here. He made it. Yay. He made it. Made it. I'm alive. Yay. Yep. Nice to be so, back. Hello over Sorry again. about last time. <laughs> hello again, everybody. Episode 136. As you heard, Martin's here. Mark's here. And I am here, Glenn. How's it going? Martin, how things on the moon? Uh, well... I had to move house. Uh, NASA made me move house with bomb in the moon, so yeah, I've had to relocate. <laughs> so I've been quite busy. <laughs> I had earthquakes last uh, the week before, and a tsunami before that, uh, and hurricanes before what? that, and then like two weeks after all that happened, NASA decided to bomb my house, so I had to move. Yeah. So, so you're saying the apocalypse even... starts in Japan? <laughs> well, they're in the well, future. In it. Is it 2012 there? Oh no! It's uh, <laughs> twenty. Yeah, twenty. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I get that one. I get that one. The mind, John Cusack, huh? Driving the limo. Driving the limo. The trumped up uh, ink in her Mayan calendar that says everything is going to end in twenty twelve. Sweet. That's just oh, another well. tool of the conservative Republicans to beat us down. Oh wait. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, let me go through the regular stuff, what we're going to be doing tonight, and then we can get back into our uh, discussions. Uh, a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about, Extra Life right away. Uh, a bunch of different stuff, some new releases, news, what we're playing. Martin's here to review Dirt 2, amongst other things. A guest review of Uno from Mark's lovely wife, Jesse. A review of Need for Speed Shift by myself. And uh, maybe a little hands-on with the PSP Go. Yeah, I picked one up last week. Uh, emails and voicemails, and uh, <laughs> by that time, it'll be time to go to bed. So, <laughs> No, I want to play games tonight, damn it. Again? I, I do don't want to go to bed again. It's 10 a.m.? Ah, well, let's, uh, let's talk about Extra Life right away. Let's just talk about it, and, uh, and then we'll get into the silliness. Uh, help so Torbo fight Life, kids. Yeah, help me fight kids with cancer. Um, so... <laughs> Already, we're getting donations, which is awesome. We're actually a little bit over two weeks out still. Uh, Mark and I and Jesse are going to be doing our 24-hour marathon, our gaming marathon, to uh, help the fight against pediatric cancer. And uh, all, the rest of Sarcastic Gamer and the rest of the people actually did it last weekend. Uh, but we kind of needed different time because Indus Fest is going on next weekend, that kind of thing. We didn't want to clump too many things together. So ourselves, I believe Indus, some other, uh, some of the other podcasts from VG Evo, we're all going to be doing this on the weekend of November 6th through the 8th, which is a Friday to Sunday. Uh, Mark, Jesse, and myself, maybe a few other people are going to be doing it uh, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time starting on Friday, November 6th, ending on Saturday, November 7th at 7 p.m. Uh, but we, like we said last week, we sweetened the pot a little bit. Uh, we got some cool prizes from some of the game companies out there, uh, including a PSP Go uh, to be raffled off. And uh, we're, we're still working on getting some stuff, so I, I don't know what our prize pool is actually going to look like at the end of the day. But uh, we've, we've got the different tiers for like, how, you know, if you give us 10 bucks or give actually give them 10 bucks, you get a raffle ticket. But it goes pretty pretty high up. So if you check up the, uh, the page, on our forums of EGEvo.com, or if you go to the uh, Texas Children's Hospital uh, website for PS Nation, which we have linked everywhere, you'll see the different tiers uh, of what how many raffle tickets you'll get for how much you donate. So we're already like 300 and some tickets already assigned. This is just crazy. Uh, I went and got a roll of tickets, which is a thousand tickets. And, and honestly, I'm hoping we go through that thousand. I, I'm hoping that that Saturday or even before. I can run down to the store and get another thousand. 
just amazing. I, I the email notification wasn't working, so I didn't know we even had any donations. And I went and checked the site, and lo and behold, we're at like eight hundred and forty bucks already. Oh wait, I'm sorry, eight hundred and forty dollars and sixty nine cents. Thanks to uh, Rothbart from the Sarcastic Gamer Blue Show. Had to put that extra sixty nine on there. <laughs> so- <laughs> Uh, but, you know, th- this is a great way for gamers to show that they actually do give a crap uh, instead of just sitting in the couch in the dark playing video games and not talking to anybody. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a very worthy cause, something that I personally really firmly believe in, especially after working in hospitals for about four years. Uh, so get out there and, and give if you can. Uh, you can donate ahead of time. Some people have asked when the uh, when donations are, are finally up, what the deadline is. Basically, it's on that Sunday on the 8th. Uh, the deadline, they'll be shutting off the pages at the end of the day on the 8th. So try to get your donations in before then. Uh, like I said, we actually had to kind of get a special uh, special exception from the group to keep our pages up because they're actually taking them down October 31st, all the other ones down. So the oh, VG shit, Evo really? team will be up. Yeah, we're actually going to be late. So the VG Evo team which is all the different podcasts, whoever else, if like somebody decides from VG Evo they want to do this marathon as well, uh, they just have to join the VG Evo team. Uh, so when you create your little page, you can say I'm part of a team, you type in VG Evo, it'll pull it up and, and you can link up with that, with that team. Uh, anybody associated with that team will be fine. Uh, you, you'll get past the cutoff. You do need to have your page created by next Tuesday, though, uh, just so we can make sure that you get through. So we, you know, we want to leave a couple of days buffer in there uh, from when they shut it off on the 31st. So if you do want to join us, awesome. We'll take all the help we can get. Uh, if you don't want a game for the 24 hours, uh, but you want to watch us, you can check out our Ustream page. We're going to be hopefully streaming it the entire time unless technical difficulties happen, which, gee, that never happens. We'll have a couple different cameras set up. Uh, Mark and I have even been talking about some ideas to maybe get some people, uh, get some people involved throughout that 24-hour period. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, especially when the when the insanity kicks in at about sixteen hours, maybe before. Not mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So uh, definitely check it out. Like I said, November sixth and seventh is when we're going to be doing it. Uh, I'm not sure what the other VG Evo groups are going to be doing, but that's what uh, Mark and I and Jesse are going to be doing. So heave ho! Yeah. Give till it hurts and help us fight cancer, not kids and children. <laughs> Damn it. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we'll go over this other stuff really quick. Uh, Don't forget, I I did post this on the Twitter and on the the site. We did secure an interview with somebody from Insomniac. We're not sure who it's going to be yet or when it's going to be. I think it's going to be next week. Uh, So we can talk about the new Ratchet and Clank, uh, A Crack in Time, and maybe some other stuff. Who knows? You know, we, we like to pry every now and then. So get your questions in. We've got a thread up on VGEVO.com on our, in the PlayStation Nation section. Uh, you can post your questions there, or if you don't want to go through registering for VGEVO, you can definitely send us a question, and you send that to podcast at psnation.org, or you can send us a regular email to that same email address. Again, it's podcast at psnation.org. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail. You can uh, either send it via email, or you can leave us a voicemail using Skype. And all you have to do is connect up to WDT-Torgo, or you can call a regular voicemail line, which is 920-626-4464. Standard long-distance rates apply. Uh, don't forget to look for us on Facebook. Uh, we're over 600 members now, uh, and that's PS Nation Podcast. You can also find us on FuriousGamer.com, which we had a big announcement today that you can now find Furious Gamer on the uh, in Windows Media Player on, on 
on their little browser right there. So you can actually stream Furious Gamer to your PC via Windows Media Player. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to pay anything for it, and it just works. Uh, but you can also find it out on iTunes. It's $0.99 cents for the player for your iPhone or your iPod Touch. It's a steal, guys. Uh, also, they they haven't announced a date yet, but they are bringing it out for, I believe, the Android next? Or is it the BlackBerry? I think it's the Android. I should have looked that up before we started. <laughs> Probably. Hold on, it's at the bottom of here. No, 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 let's see here. Uh, let's see. What the hell? Oh, yeah, the soon-to-be-released Furious Gamer Android application. So Android is next. So uh, for all of you Android people out there that uh, were complaining because it was only on the iPhone, it's coming, guys. It's coming. Uh, And then you can find us on Twitter. A lot of people have done that already. Uh, You can go to twitter.com slash ps3nation, all is one word. Follow us on Twitter if you want. Every now and then we get drunk and say stupid stuff on there, but we try to get info out there as well. (laughs) Yeah, info. Or Mark and I tweet at the same exact time. With the same account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it happens. Uh, well, Mark, why don't you do the new releases? We'll get through that. Do I have to? Yeah, you have so much to do. <laughs> All right. What the hell is this game? I have no idea. Ten to- <laughs> Nihau Kylon Super Game Day for PS2. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Who knows? Come on, Martin. That's why we brought you on to tell us what that game is. That's Chinese, <laughs> dude. So, isn't that the same? Nihao. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, wrong one. Sorry. Oh no. Hi-oh. Do <laughs> wow. Uh, we also have Tekken Six. I didn't realize that came out next week already. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless we're out of date again. Nope. No. That's okay. next week. Uh, yep. You, you actually Hero. get it before the Japanese release as well. We got it on the 29th. Suckers. Yeah, but I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, we got DJ Hero for PS2 and PS3. Ratchet oh, and Clank, A Crack in Time for PS3. Dance Dance Revolution for PS2. You didn't put a subtitle on this. I didn't know there was. Oh, no, a not again. Title. Not another one. Dance Dance yeah. Revolution. Like, <laughs> oh, not again. Isn't a Dance Dance Revolution? Are you kidding me? This is still going on. <laughs> hey, they're fun. <laughs> Why and, is that uh, kid still Pets, fat? Pet Saddle Club for PSP. Ooh, Hopefully, that one will make week. it on the store, too. <laughs> I can play it on my new PSP Go. <laughs> it depends if it's third party or not. If it's third party, it's never going to show up on a uh, PSN, is it? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Dope. Sorry. <laughs> Sony go, PS- bring everybody PSP bring everybody's hopes yours. up and then just crush them mm-hmm. well, I think all the, the reports of how shitty it's been selling have been crushing them maybe well, it's maybe not even out it here yet I'm still waiting for it so I oh, get right. my it's not out in Japan yet nope November 1st so I, wanna, I, I don't know about you but I have mine yeah you anyway. get though so it's okay yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we, we are digressing quite a bit here. Uh, why don't we just hit the news? And uh, we actually had a couple of cool things this week and, uh, and one very sad thing. But uh, the first one, our, uh, our review copy of this showed up and it went to my old address. So I'll have this for the weekend. <laughs> but uh, Gearbox has admitted that the Borderlands PS3 friends list glitch uh, fix is coming very quickly. And then about 10 minutes later, there was an update and they said, hey, we found the problem and fixed it. So that's what we're seeing mm-hmm. here. Mark has read that a few people said it's still not fixed, but I'm wondering if that's something yeah. different. There's some complaints on uh, the official forums, and I think on NeoGAF, saying that 
it's still not working quite right. Quite right. Apparently, it was oh, an invisible knows? update, though, so it wasn't something that you had to download. It was something that they just pushed out somehow. Yeah, so I'm wondering something server-side, server side, which makes yeah. sense, because they stated that they tested it extensively before releasing yeah. the game. So, I don't know. I mean, it can happen. You know, there's stuff you can never test for. But thankfully, they're they're at least trying to get it fixed really fast. Because the game true, lives and true. dies by the co-op, so if that's broken, well, <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. Did you see that? Uh, was it that video by IGN with uh, was it Randy Pitchford? All the testers that, was that were great. playing the game. If, if they complained, he killed he killed them. So no wonder it wasn't tested properly. Everyone that said anything that was wrong with the game got killed. So no <laughs> wonder it came out with bugs in it. This guy was acting like Randy Pitchford, and he's like, "But we're extreme." So somebody would like say one thing bad about the game, like oh, I kind of wish it had this, and he would kill him in this weird way. It was pretty funny. You have to see it. <laughs> nice. I don't explain it very well. Yeah, I'm old. I, I get confused, you know. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing the game. And, and Omni Law has been catching me on on IM during the day, and he's like, "I don't know, man. It just doesn't look like my thing." I'm like, "Dude, it's Diablo, but it's an FPS. That's all it is." <laughs> oh no, he's buying it tomorrow. Amon started yeah. an email thread with a bunch of us on it, and. <laughs> <laughs> he got me all hyped for it. I actually went and I rented it after work at Blockbuster. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they had me at it's PSO with guns. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you weak oh. fool. Wait, doesn't PSO have guns? Okay, it's P- it's PSO across with a first-person shooter. How's that? Ah, uh, I'm going to laugh if you don't like it. You know, that's why I didn't run out and buy it, because I'm like, I love post-apocalyptic stuff. The game, the concept seems pretty cool, but for some reason, my gut is like, you may not like this. So I wanted to try it first. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I haven't gotten to play it yet, which is why we have to hurry up and finish. we got five minutes. Go. Okay. Well, the next one I think you should read, since you made this the Demon Souls cast. <laughs> but it's the best game ever. Right, Martin? <laughs> this week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You, you, you know what's funny? Like, listening to everyone on, on podcasts, like, saying how great it is, it's actually making me think, I should go back to it. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. it just requires it, a lot of patience. That, and, that's uh, what I, I'm I, saying. At the time I was playing it, I had no time whatsoever because I, yeah. I was working. I had a job at the time. But now I've got lots of free time, and I'm thinking... Do I get back into it? And I'm. Oh my god! Something's te- I hope you. Something's I think saying, you should. Yes. I think you <laughs> should. Just because if you hate it again, we get another rant. Yeah. No, no awesome. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run again. But I'm just thinking maybe I should give it a second go, and seeing that I've got more time. And I, I knew when I, when I uh, did my rant the first time that you needed a hell of a lot of patience and a lot of time to put into it. And at the time, I didn't have that, but now I do. So I'm just thinking, what the hell? Get back into it. <laughs> eh, maybe you'll like it now that you kind of understand what it's all about. Yeah, I, I kind of knew what was going on. I mean, talk about it. I, it's yeah, just, yeah it's, it was just something that I didn't have the time nor the patience. And as I said, I've got that now, so I might give it a second chance. Do it huh. because now's your chance. Atlas is making additional copies of it. As we mentioned last week, it's been getting tougher and tougher to find. But they announced that it's been selling so well, they have new copies shipping out this week. Unfortunately, Sweet. the deluxe edition that came with that exclusive strategy guide is officially discontinued. So if you wow. didn't get that the first round, you're out of luck. Uh, word was that, I think... 
I think Play Asia still had some copies of it, but those could be sold out by the time you hear this. But there's always the official wiki that they launched if you still need help. There you go. True. That's that's good and, though that they're reprinting it, and I'm just hoping that it hits the uh, MPDs next month. I, I hope it sells well. well I do too. Some, yeah, they've taken a bit of a, a gamble on it because Sony decided, nah, we don't want to take it, mm-hmm. and Atlas have oh. decided, to, and they put a lot of effort into it with the um, with the with the guide and like the wiki and stuff like that. They've put a, a lot of effort into it, so I'm hoping that PS3 users and owners actually go out and buy it i think so i mean obviously they have i don't think atlas made a huge run for the first print just because they needed to see how it did but mm. the fact that it's pretty much sold out is a really good sign and i mean they yeah. really deserve it because they did a great job with it and honestly i'm really happy to see a game made by from software doing this well because i've always liked them they're kind of a quirky developer that has some great concepts that don't always work out very well yeah, so to like see them with pounds. Yeah, I mean, like, Armored Core is a cool series, but it's really hard to get into, at least for me. And uh, there's other get cool games they've done, like Ninja Blade, that's inherently flawed, but a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I, I thought it was a great game, I loved it from start to finish. It was, I mean, each level took about an hour, and if you died in the oh, level, yeah. you had to, it would send you all the way back to the beginning again, but yeah, I but it's like so. that crazy but over it was, the top it's yeah so it was fun. just stupid fun it was just fun from start to finish yeah so unfortunately I really that's that. 360 exclusive but anybody with a 360 mm. i do recommend checking out ninja blade um but what's yeah. funny about demon souls it got reviewed better here than it did in japan yeah that's i noticed that too. that's crazy to me for once the americans mm. like getting the crap beat out of them by a game i know it's funny I mean, it tells you that. The, the, I mean, even the box art tells you that the game's hard because on the box art you're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Look, are. That'll be you if you play this game. You're dead. <laughs> well, th- to start off in the game, you have to die. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, yep, yep. I when I was playing the game the first time, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm dead." And I actually restarted the game and played it again because I, I thought maybe I can like defeat the boss. And I, I walked into the room and he killed me again. I was like, "You motherfucker!" And I started again. I started the game three times oh, because God. I was thinking maybe maybe I can I can like avoid death. But every no, time I, I walked in that like room, it. he went. He just swung his big like meat hammer or whatever it was and killed me straight away. I was like, yeah. "Okay, I guess this meat is hammer. the way it's meant to be." But yeah, That's I was said. like. I, I got really pissed <laughs> off at like the first like three times because I was thinking, "Damn, either this game's stupid hard, or I'm doing yeah. something really, really, really stupid." And it, no, you're just meant to die. You can so, actually kill that of... guy, but you if can? you manage to do it, yeah, if you do, it goes into like a cinematic where you basically get Falcon punched by the Dragon God. <laughs> oh, sweet! I thought maybe it would like it. It would take you to heaven, and then you could kill like um, I don't know fairies and stuff that would be more fun right it's all white instead <laughs> it'd be of black. even better if you won the game if you did that game <laughs> you, you win and then it gives you like a platinum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, shit. all right that's enough demon souls talk we this is becoming yeah, a demon souls damn it. podcast you're done uh next one is is very sad and uh i do actually try to play this online on, on occasion uh maybe no, it's about don't. 50 per- Actually, I do, and it's about a 50-50 chance if I actually get a game or not, but uh, there is an announcement up on uh, this game when you turn it on now, and uh, we're talking about Calling All Cars, the uh, 
Very cool and very underrated game that uh, David Jaffe brought to us before he left to do uh, start his own development house uh, called Eat Sleep Play. Uh, and it says, Welcome to Calling All Cars. On January 14th, 2010, the servers for Calling All Cars will be taken offline. Now, luckily, you can still play this game locally, four-player, which is actually even more fun, in my opinion. It's so much more fun uh, to do it that way. Yeah. Uh, but the game yeah, is, is a lot of fun right. online, and we used to have a lot of fun with it. And I think for uh, Extra Life, we need to get some Calling All Cars matches going, and that's one yeah. thing that I really want to do. So uh, hopefully during that time, if some other people are up for it, uh, we'll get some Calling All Cars going. I think that'd be a blast. Mm. Let's do did, it. Did I read yeah. somewhere that uh, Super Rocket Battle Cars or whatever it's called, that that's going offline as well? No. What? They just released it a dropped new... dropped to five bucks. Well, it yeah, dropped to five in, bucks for in a the, time, but... In the new yeah. year, I'm pretty sure the servers were going offline in the new year. Maybe mm. I'm, I'm on crack or something, I don't know. No, because they're bringing a new update out pretty soon, I thought. Oh, okay. I think you're okay. on crack on that one. Okay. Moon I'll email Dave and find out. Yeah, I'll email Dave Hagawood and find out. He's been on the show a couple okay. times. Okay. And the last one, I, th- I thought we'd talk about this since uh, Martin played this game quite a bit and actually streamed the video and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So uh, we f- we finally get a-, a date for White Knight Chronicles for the U.S. Finally. Uh, and wow. Saying, We're going to be getting it in February of 2010, not January, so they're not, they're not sending it to die. But no, uh, Anchor, actually, <laughs> that's not a date. That's a month. <laughs> well... <laughs> Early, or yeah, whatever, but it, it's coming out in February, so that it's a 20, what is it, is next year a leap year? No. So, 27-day p- window there that we have to deal with. But uh, it's good to see that it's finally freaking coming out. Hopefully, we'll, maybe we'll get Zaku Pilot on to give some strategies, since, since we know that he knows this game very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows it inside out. Yeah. I actually really so, enjoyed it when I got it online. Very cool. Mm. I do like how they're kind of considering play. it like a, a special edition, because they added all the... The voice and everything else too. They were almost selling it like a, a whole new version at TGS. Yeah. Well, they just re-released it, re-released it in Japan with the voice chat as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure how it's sold though, but it's uh, yeah, they re-released it in Japan with voice chat. Ah, very cool. Yeah. Was it full price when they re-released it? No, it was about thirty-five bucks. Oh wow! Well, now you've got White Knight Chronicles two coming out in Japan, so. But I, I also I also think that if you've got the original, <laughs> it would patch. Pretty sure it said it would patch it. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think interesting. It did. When on the when when you sign into PSN on the ticker tape, it, it said something about uh, updating your White Knight Chronicles. I couldn't tell when I when I looked at the Japanese tell. banner. It just looked like somebody took a little thing and scratched all over the place. I couldn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> Those moon men, huh? <laughs> so, uh, Mark, we had a uh, contest last Hi. week, didn't we? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, for Critter you- Crunch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, people <laughs> undoubtedly heard our very lengthy interview with Nathan Bella from Capybara <laughs> Games. We had quite a few complaints that it was too long, but I thought the whole thing was pretty damn interesting so screw you guys you know it's, it's funny you know what you know yeah. it's going well well we were talking to him and you know it's going well because we didn't even realize how long it was going i mean we were just having a lot of fun talking to him mm-hmm. you know and what the people should give is i think we oh go ahead martin <laughs> Qu- quit talking yeah, over I'm, martin. Just saying, I'm just saying that the people should give these uh indie developers some like like airtime you know so stop 
stop whining about a little indie developer getting some airtime because they these guys deserve it because these guys are hell yeah they're funding it through their own pocket and stuff so th- these guys really deserve the the time that they get because they get very little exposure anywhere else so with the exposure True. that they get on the, on the podcast uh, in, in an hour it's not long considering how much of the time like other the big developers get and 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 from what I've been told, this game's a great game. So yeah, I think people should stop complaining about an indie developer who's put a lot of time and effort into a, into a great little game. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. stop complaining. Yeah. So you tell him, Martin. If, if you or you whiners, yeah, if you don't like <laughs> any it, indie developers. Indie, indie developers, developers deserve it, man. Did they deserve it? They do. That's why we love exactly. getting them on. Like any so, indie developers who want to come on the show, contact us, please. Yeah, yeah. We'd get love on. to have you. But uh, anyway, our winner. Okay, well, first the question winner. was, who was the original designer of the Biggs character for Critter Crunch? And I'm totally gonna butcher this, but it's Vic. N- <laughs> I'm gonna okay. He's Vic already done it. Win. Win. Is that how you say it? Okay. Is it like N Y U G? N G U Y E N. Yeah, it's Win. It's Win. I think. Okay, Win. Yeah, that's Vic what I was Wynn. told before. I think that's right. Um, but if we had a couple other answers because I think there's a few different artists, but that was the answer because when we asked the question, it was the first post on uh, the CritterCrunch.com site, and it said like the original artist who created Bigs for the iPhone Critter Crunch was Vic Win. So there you go. We had 37 correct answers. And the winner chosen at random is Juan Vetteretti. And I apologize if I spelled your name or said your name wrong, but we'll be sending you an email with your code for Critter Crunch. So thanks for playing and enjoy it. Nice job. I just stumbled over every word in that segment. Yeah, pretty much. That's all right, though. It happens. Uh, It happens to everyone. (laughs) Yeah. I had a long day setting up VMs. Uh, so what Ball we're playing, movements. Martin? Have you been playing anything at all? Yeah, I, fucking hell, you sound like I don't play games. <laughs> well, I, have, I mean, I have free you time. Be doing I have because lots you of always free show time. up later. You never show up to, to join us on the show, so you got to be doing something. Oh he has come a on! Life, man. <laughs> I have a <laughs> yeah, I have a life, man. <laughs> no, um, Uncharted Two. I've been playing the crap out of that. Trying nice. to get all of the uh, the treasures now. I'm going after the treasures. I oh, um, nice. I completed the game in about eleven hours. Uh, oh, nice. But at the, the, my first run through wasn't. Uh, I wasn't actually looking for the treasures, but I, I got twenty six of them on my first run through. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll go back and get the try and get the rest of them. So I'm up to about hmm. seventy eight now, seventy nine, something like that. Wow. Um, but I'm, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm. Can I interject on. for a second? I got the the stupid pre-order bonus for Uncharted 2 from Amazon, which was like the treasure map that was supposed to show you where all the treasures were. I think oh, it's yeah. fucking worthless. It was like a 700 megabyte download, and it shows you where the treasures are in the first two levels. That's it. <laughs> That's it? That's it. Maybe it's like an illustrated coming. map, and you can see like video of where each treasure is. But like they advertised it, you know, as like showing the treasures. You can use it on your PS3 or PSP. I didn't see an option to copy it to a PSP. So fuck that shit. I'll just go uh, online. Actually, uh, that's one cool thing about Media Go now, the new version, is it does video conversion automatically and throws it right on your PSP. 
That's pretty cool. But it's not a video. Yeah, it's like an interactive thing. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Yeah. No, it's a piece of shit. I should have gone for like the GameStop one to get the extra perks for multiplayer, which I'm not even playing. All right. Hey, yeah, actually, I haven't, since you mentioned that, well, hold on. Since you mentioned that, Plank Fan gave us one of those codes to give away. Nice. But do we want to save that so for even, extra light? Oh, wait, no. That, nah, that's nah, a limited we'll, we'll thing. We should away. do that. Okay. Yeah, well, and and it's funny because whoever won, what was that other thing we gave away a couple weeks ago where we just kind of gave it away? It was a code for something. Oh, for Frat Princess. Mm. Nobody ever told oh, us yeah. who won. Yeah, that's so true. if you if you won that Fat Princess that we read off on the show, email us. Let us know. Podcast at psnation.org, eh? Uh, so we're going to do that again. Uh, thanks to Plank Fan for uh, giving us this revenge attribute DLC code. Uh, this is the GameStop uh, pre-order bonus. So here's the code. Whoever gets it first. Martin, you're not allowed to use it, so knock it off. I can hear him waiting there with like a calligraphy pen. You know. No, I can't. I've got the uh, Japanese edition, so it's not going to work anyway. So yeah, That's true. You got the better cover art, though. Uh, yeah. All right, the code is the number five. E is an echo. G is in Gamefly. Two I. C is in Charlie. B is in Boy. E is an echo. G X. T as in Tom. A as in Atomic. So there you go. Five E G two I C B E G X T A. So uh, whoever gets it first, the mad rush to try to use the code, you get the revenge attribute for multiplayer. Oh, I just got it! I got it! Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Shame on you, Mark. Joking. Shame on you. Joking. I got the golden guns, though, because with the Japanese edition, you get golden guns for multiplayer. Yeah, I like like picking those up from people I kill. Well, I haven't even (laughs) actually entered the multiplayer yet, because I'm still, like... Engrossed in the in the single player because it's so far it's the best single player game I've played all year and probably I don't know for the past maybe four four years five years yeah I'm, I'm still having an absolute blast with it I mean I I heard what Mark said last week about some of the the problems he was having and and yeah there's some some of them are there I I I, I admit that they're there but I didn't Ooh, have vindicated. nearly as and didn't have as many nearly as many problems as Mark did like the like the place where he got stuck because he didn't see which way to go. Yeah, nobody had problems there but me. I, I, like, I never had that problem. Awesome. And I'm like, fuck I, you. Yeah, I, I ran through that section without being killed, like from start to finish. Didn't get killed yeah. once. So wow. like here, here, here and that, I was like, actually no, I, I played it on just just regular, just straight in. Okay. Um, but no, I didn't didn't have that problem. But the, a problem I did have was when I was in the ice, uh, the ice caves. Didn't know where to go because they, they it's not like they can highlight platforms and say like mm-hmm. you've got to go this way, you know, because you're in the ice and snow, so it can't be a different color, otherwise it'll just look stupid. So right. yeah, I, I got a little bit lost of where to go. I couldn't I couldn't quite figure out where I was meant to go, but it took me about five minutes. But other than that, I, I never yeah. really had a problem at all. Um, I heard a lot of people had a complaining about the the stealth. But I mean, if you, I like if you, I love the stealth. I know, I know, and, and people I saying, "Oh, I had to usually." I had to do that room like twenty times. I was like, "What? I did that room once." Yeah, and and, and they're saying, really "Oh." Uh, you, I didn't know what to do, or I was against the wrong wall and stuff, and just so what? I I, I just didn't understand the, the problems people were having. Maybe 
like if if I saw videos of people playing it, maybe maybe I'd understand why. But I mean, I I, I ran through that as well. Not not a problem, not an issue. Didn't get caught once. It was just weird. I guess huh. people yeah. do, doing stealth. I mean, if you if you're doing stealth, you meant to like walk up behind people, maybe not in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't run up straight up into them into their grill and go blah 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 yeah. blah 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 blah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, most of the time I came, I obviously came from behind, and like, like, there's a place where you can be in a water fountain and you can you can approach somebody from behind, right? Do stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard. Oh, yeah. It's called stealth in- for a reason. Be inventive. But, but any, any, anyway, I thought thought the I thought the game was absolutely amazing from start to finish. It was it's a masterpiece. Agreed. Agreed. So being being playing that, um, being playing some. Well, not some, a lot of Dirt 2, but I'll talk about that later on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I've been playing. Wow, all right. Yeah. Mark? Uncharted cool. and Dirt 2. My turn already? Sure. Yay! Um, I have a fair amount that I've been playing. Um, Number one, Brutal Legend. I got it from Gamefly, and I'm going to break Glenn's heart, because I <laughs> am not... You sent really it back. Digging this. <laughs> I, I'm about to send it back, actually. I, I put a couple hours in, and I think I'm about done. I'm like, I'm basically forcing myself to play it. And I hate no, to say that because Tim Schafer's awesome. But okay, I will fully admit here, and I think there's a lot of reasons I don't like this, besides the one thing everybody else is saying about the gameplay. But I'm not a big Jack Black fan for number one. And number two, I don't really get the anything out of the whole heavy metal theme like i'm not i wouldn't count myself as a heavy heavy metal fan but i don't dislike heavy metal and i get a lot of the references but i'm not really finding anything particularly funny about a lot of the game like i've had a few chuckles here and there but it is not really making me laugh uh honestly i don't even know how terribly creative i find some of it and i really hate to say that but the gameplay is pretty much what kills it for me because it, like I told you today, if it was just hack and slash and like the driving sections, I'd be fine. Like I like it enough where I go through it, but like the RTS stuff they're throwing in, you know, I can muddle my way through it, but I'm not enjoying it. And just playing it makes me wonder why I'm playing it. So I, I, I really yeah, hate to say I, it, but like I haven't picked it up I'm yet because Border, Borderlands showed up. So I'm gonna wait until I play some Borderlands to go pick it up, but. Yeah, you know the the RTS stuff worries me a little bit, but everybody's like, it's really straightforward. You know, you'll you'll get through it, it and it is. Know. It's not that bad. It's not that deep or complex. But number one, I hate RTS games, and I even tower me defense. Too. So like right there, it annoys me to begin with, and like I just don't want to deal with it. That's not what I really wanted from this game. And I mean, more power to you if you love the theme and everything, because actually I shouldn't have said it's not that creative because they have done some cool stuff. It basically is like old school heavy metal album covers come to life, but a lot of it is pretty much exactly what I would expect. And I think that's kind of what I mean by that. Um, But, you know, a lot of people have gotten into it and I think that's awesome because I'd love to see a Tim Schafer game do well, do really well, especially after Psychonauts didn't do that well. But this is totally not for me. So I'm not going to bother reviewing it. I'm going to give it a little more time because a lot of people have just said stick with it. It gets better or you get into yeah, it, but, but it just hasn't it might, happened. It might just not be your style, though. And, and there's there's going to yeah. be games like that for everybody. So yeah. don't. So I don't want to do it a disservice. It, and don't force yourself to play it. Nah. And I don't want to do it a disservice and like give it a shitty review just because I didn't like it. 
But, I mean, it, it's a little bit above. This game sucks, but it's not that bad to me. All right. <laughs> why, why, why would you I'm review not, it then I, I if, you, if you know how to fun with it? <laughs> I know, I'm just fucking around. I, I wouldn't no, even it, re- bother reviewing it, though, because if you know how to fun no, I'm with not, it, there's no I'm point not. reviewing it. Because, yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to play through it. Like, I wanted to actually finish it, but I just don't really care for it that much. I, and I already That's... gave it more of a chance, and I gave other games that didn't grab me right away, like Dead Space or Mirror's Edge. Yeah, it's not your style, it's know. not your style. Yeah. But moving on, uh, played more Demon Souls. I ended up starting a new character because I wasn't quite happy with how my original one was going. But then I decided mm. I liked the original one better, so I went back. Um, how ugly did you make your character? Did you make your character really ugly or what? No, I made my when I played the review copy. I made my Steve Perry wannabe, who was really fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, but I made my character a little more serious. Angel. Yeah, I made him a little more serious this time. Actually, I pretty much just like picked a hairstyle I liked, and then just kept hitting random till it came up with a face I liked. Because I wasn't gonna sit there and spend hours creating the face for a character who, I was never gonna actually. Who's see. the ugly guy from um, the Goonies? What's his name? <laughs> the guy chained up. Sloth. sloth. What's his name? Yeah, that, I, I made I made basically a sloth guy. It's great. <laughs> with a funny hairstyle. Rocky <laughs> uh, well the funniest yeah, part yeah, yeah. was when i i put the the bowl haircut on like the male character and just started hitting random i got one that looked exactly like my friend max i'm not even kidding i took a picture of it <laughs> it's so funny you need so I gotta to twitter show it can you twitter it twitter it i, th- I should actually and do it on twitter yeah, you finally see it do it um i played more dissidia final fantasy and that got me on a Final Fantasy kick, so I actually restarted Final Fantasy 1 on PSP. Wow. I really like that remake. I think I'm going to try to play through it this time. Um, I've been playing a lot of E7, thanks to the both of you. Woo! <laughs> Are you wearing your Sega t-shirt while you're playing it? I'm not. i got to save that for a special occasion. Fail. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you tell him, Martin. Nah, I'm joking. Um... I'm not going to talk too much about E7 yet because I'm still, I'm still pretty early in the game, and I'm having a harder time getting through this one than some of the other E's games I've played in Japanese. I don't know if I just have less patience now, or if it's actually just a little harder to understand what I'm supposed to be doing. And Haven't this game the is a lot. Guide, though? No, it came with like an like an art book for another game. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um. Drink. This one's kind of more like equipment and loot based than the last games are. So, you know, I can, it has icons for like the weapons and stuff, but it, it you know, I can't really read the descriptions. Like Katakana, I can kind of read a little bit, but yeah, it, it's a little tough, but I'm getting through it. A little more Thexter Neo, but I'm not ready to review that yet. I uh, started playing A Boy in His Blob on Wii, and, you know, I said it last week, but. As much credit as Muramasa's getting for incredible 2D animation, like, A Boy in His Blob deserves just as much. It's such a beautiful game. And I actually, like, pretty much ended up turning it over to my wife to play. Because it only lets you have mm. one active save game at a time. So I just copied mine to the SD card and let her start it, because she has kind of a love-hate Aww. relationship with it right now, where she really likes it, but it's really frustrating at the same time. Yeah. On you, nice. So, I've been I've been watching her play a lot of it while I play PSP, so it's really cool. And I finally I threw in Metroid Prime Trilogy after. Oh yeah, I got uh, a new toy this week too. I got a brand new uh, receiver. 
that can mm-hmm. do some nice upscaling. So I plug the Wii in because my TV has a shitty 480i and 480p picture. So the Wii nice. always looked right. like absolute shit on it. But I can upscale it to 720 or 1080 now, and it actually looks halfway decent. <laughs> oh, it doesn't display no. another picture saying, what the fuck's this? No. Please unplug. <laughs> Wally always said that, because Wally got a new receiver last year, I think it was, and he said yeah. that he looked a lot better up converted to 720p. Yeah, it really does. But my TV just has a like a much better 720 picture than 480. It doesn't do 1080p, oh, yeah. it just says 1080i. Um, but I threw a Metroid Prime trilogy one night and it was like 1230 at night. I was tired as hell and I actually like fell asleep. I just wanted to like test out the Wii controls with it because I never played Metroid Prime 3 on the Wii. So I started <laughs> up the first one and I'm just in like that little tutorial area and I'm kind of dozing off and I wake up and I'm like spinning around because <laughs> like the, the Wiimote like, <laughs> was just pointing off in some direction. <laughs> Fell asleep with your remote in your hand, huh? I did. So yeah, I turned it off and I haven't touched it since. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> Alright. Uh wow, I had a a lot of gaming this week. Uh first off, the marathon that was uh Uncharted 2 online. It's it's funny. I, I really like the online for Uncharted 2, but I was never like, oh, this is gonna be like Killzone 2 where I'm just gonna play it all the time and everything. Yeah. I get on Saturday, and I might have missed a couple of names here, but I get on Saturday. And I start playing with uh, Vladrick, Nabashin, uh, Revy, Eddie Kuznagi, Zaku Pilot was on for a little while, Borton was on for a little while. First M- MF and MJC was on, and actually I got a story about him really quick. Uh, Omnilaw for a little bit, and uh, Bill Skate until he uh, decided to become a bitch and leave. But I ended up playing on Saturday for over eight hours, like eight and a half hours straight. And the reason Ouch. we found out how long it was is because it tweets whenever you start up, and... I went back and found my tweet, and it said, about eight hours ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. Shit. So then I got on Sunday to play, and I think I played for another four or five hours. <laughs> so I'm up to level 20 or 21 now. Um, Jeez. We actually went on a five-hour tear. We were undefeated for five hours. Like, we just wow. tore through everyone we came up against. It was ridiculous. It, it, was, it, it was a blast. I mean, you know, you playing co- koalas or something? No, we didn't play co-op at all. Uh, they have a uh, it's great. They they added a selection for all competitive modes. So uh-huh. it'll mix it up. You can play elimination, then you can play deathmatch, then you can play um uh plunder, you know, it, it mixes it up. And just we had a party of 5 people going and, and it was funny cuz once somebody would drop, another person would send me a email or a message like, "Hey, add me." So and also BB twenty three, I apologize. We just could never get you into the game. So uh, we'll try to get you on next time we're playing. But it was funny because MJC was on for quite a while, and he said that somebody in a game recognized his name from us talking about him on this show, <laughs> and apparently he got a target on his back, and everybody just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> <all> awesome. <laughs> So there, there you have it, folks. If you see the first MJC out on uh, any game you're playing, take them out. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! It was that was funny when he told us that one. But yeah, uh, a ton of Uncharted Two online this weekend. It was it was just really awesome. Uh, we had a blast with it. I finally had to stop. My eyes were just like I, it felt like my eyes were bur- were bleeding. But um, I really want to play it. I haven't even touched any online yet. Kind I've, of I've played oh, like yeah. 20 minutes of it so far. 
you'll see us on. I mean, the party system works beautifully. You can talk while it's loading. Very easy to invite people in. Very easy to join other people's parties. Uh, just really awesome. And I, I, I grabbed a few movies, but I haven't taken any screenshots yet. So I'm actually... I think that's what I'm going to do tonight is try to get some screenshots. But we had some absolutely epic battles and uh, just a real blast. And we met some real assholes online too, but we kind of ganged up on on that one person usually and just took them down, <laughs> took them down nice. a notch or good, two. Good. Have, yeah. have you unlocked the Machinima the yet? Same people. Machinima, I haven't messed with it at all. It's it's ready to go right away. Is it ready to? Where do you find it? I can't find it. It's in. The, you have to go to create a custom match. And if you go all the way oh, to the really? right on the game types, yeah, if you go all the way to the right, because you can you can invite people into your party, or you, you can just <coughs> the ten people on it. Uh, if you give past That's five why. people in your, in your party, you have a private match. Then the problem with the private match is that you don't uh, rank up. So that's probably why uh, I haven't seen it then, because I haven't actually gone into any multiplayer at all. Yeah, so, you have to go okay, into the why. and and instead of instead of going to matchmaking, you do custom game. And when you go to the game type, you go all the way to the right, and it says Machinima. So that's that's how you okay. do it. We haven't messed with it yet. Though. Okay. I haven't even done the co-op yet. I was I was, we were talking about having a play date with uh, with Professor PlayStation, somebody else. And we just never got around to doing it. So, uh, and unfortunately, I missed SOCOM Saturday because of this. Uh, I kept telling people, "Yeah, I'll be in in about fifteen minutes." Yeah, 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 we'll be in, we'll be in. We never <laughs> made it. <laughs> we, we never. Fladrick left, and he went to SOCOM Saturday, but we never made it. So, uh, yeah, sorry guys. Uh, also played a ton of the mag beta with, with two hands Revy. It, it's, it's kind of weird right now because we still got a lot of people that are pretty new to the game and, uh, don't realize that they need to listen to orders and work as a team. And it, it's been a little frustrating, but at the same time, it, it's been very re- rewarding. I actually filled my entire, uh, my entire weapons tree for the assault class. So I have everything for the assault class now. So now I'm working on some other stuff. It's it's still been a lot of fun, man. You know they keep fixing stuff here and there, and uh, it, it man is I'm addicted to it. I am I'm flat out addicted to mag. So I'm man, it's gonna be tough when that comes out because oh, Modern Warfare two and mag and Uncharted two online. Oh, you're killing me. Uh, hmm. Played some more Critter Crunch, not a lot of it, but I played some more of it. I I, I just it, it's, it's oh yeah, a I really, played that too. I forgot. Yeah, the game just grabs you. <laughs> I haven't played nearly as much as you have, of course, but I played a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, played some Need for Speed Shift, which we'll talk about in the reviews. I played a little bit more of the Gravity Crash pre-beta. Still having a blast with that. I I, I got another hint that I think we're going to be seeing a, um, a, re- a release date pretty soon announced. So talked a little bit more with Stuart, and uh, I know that they're really in stress mode right now, so I think they're... I think that they're kind of working on their build for to get it uh, approved. So I, I hope. Cool. Uh, for P- and then I, I picked up a PSP Go, like I said, and uh, been playing the shit out of PSP. Uh, played a ton of Gran Turismo again. Played some Strikers 1945, which is just a great little shmup. Uh, some SN- SNK Arcade Classics, which I picked up off the PSN. Uh, Jumping Flash 2, a really fun little first-person PS- yeah. PS1 game. Uh, it's great on the PSP, so uh, highly I recommend it. I, I, I tested um, both of those games for Sony back in the day, and I absolutely adored them. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely really, really adored them. This the sense really, of scale and height was amazing for the time, and it holds up it's really still, well, especially on the. The second screen. one holds up pretty good. The first one, not as much. Yeah, the first sure. one not as much, but still, when the first one came out, it was like, oh my oh, god! Yeah. Like the, the sense of height and scale was awesome. You know, yeah. and especially in especially in the later levels. But yeah, I, when I I tested that back in what nineteen ninety five. Damn. Uh, yeah. yeah like that. 
the the original one was like 1995. So yeah, holy yeah, crap! I no, I, I loved it. <laughs> hmm? That's when I graduated from high school. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks yeah, for nice. making me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was only eighteen at the time. So. What's that? Ooh. I was only eighteen at the time, so I'm not that old. <laughs> oh, well, there you yeah. go. I uh, played some Rayman for the PS1. I p- I picked that up when I was at Mark's last time, and uh, again, really holds up well visually, gameplay wise. Just really solid game. Side scrolling action, uh, great graphics, uh, a lot of fun. Also played some Thexter Neo. Again, not as much or not enough to to do a review yet. I'm an old school yeah. Thexter fan, so. They've they've actually held pretty true to it so far. I'm really happy with it. It's hard, uh, and then yeah, it's balls nasty hard. It it's it's very fast, and uh, I mean the, the gameplay is pretty much the same as it was on the Apple and the Commodore and everything else. But it's it's a tough game. Although I used to be able to walk through the Apple one like every time. Uh, and then uh, from a lot of prodding from Mark and from OmniLaw, I tried both demos for Thirty Second Hero, and I gotta say, really goddamn cool game. Oh my. God, how did I forget to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's an RPG and it, and you have a timer of thirty seconds. And uh, yeah. the cool thing is, you don't have to do any of the grinding or anything. You basically just walk around this little in the first level, walk around this little forest, and you fight enemies. But the fights are all automatic; everything is automatic. So you, they even you build fucking wrote it down. <laughs> you suck. Uh, and then you go back to a town, and like if you get in the later levels, there's a there's a statue that you can pray to, and it brings the thirty seconds back up, so you have more time. Uh, but yeah. basically you have to beat this evil boss in a castle within the 30 seconds, uh, or else he blows up the, blows up the whole the land world. and you have to restart it. And it's, yeah. it's this cool pixel art, you know, and the style is awesome. The writing is great in it, but it's literally, mm-hmm. I mean, the first level is 30 seconds and it took me like five tries to get through it because I kept trying to get up to a certain level, a certain level. And then I ended up beating the guy really easily. It's yeah. Really, and you have the full like, game, don't you? Yeah, uh, Exceed sent it to me on Tuesday. Sweet! Wait, Tuesday was yesterday. No, it was Monday. So I've actually put... I looked. I put like two hours into it already, I think. Because I've been playing it as much as I can. And oh my god, it this... I, like, I'll review it next week fully. But this is basically one of my new favorite PSP games. This will probably end up being one of my favorite PSP games of the year. Like you said, wow. it's just incredibly well done. It's it's um, so cool. It, it's not your yeah. typical RPG. It's 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 the best parts of an RPG without without all the bullshit, without going yeah. out and fighting all these enemies and and you know hitting attack here and I want to use a medicine here. You get parties going in certain levels, even in the demo. And and really, there's two demos out on PSN. Download them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of content yeah. in these two demos. Yeah, Hero 30 is basically what the main game is, and then you have uh, the Dark Lord 30 and Princess 30. Princess 30 is almost like a shmup. That's not the best way to describe it, but it's close. And then there's like two more that you unlock, I think. Um, right. But yeah, it's. I highly recommend this game. If you play the demos and you like them, just go out and buy it. Um, I asked Exceed, and they said that they're still on track to release it on PSN this Thursday. Sweet. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have my full review next week because I simply adore this game. It is fantastic. It it is a neat little game. I, I so you guys are vindicated on your opinions. I, I 
Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> uh, and then OmniLaw also has been bothering me about playing the PSP versions of Siphon Filter. I downloaded the two demos that are out there, but I haven't played them yet, so suck it, dude. Uh, and then speaking <laughs> of dude, I played a lot of Prinny. Uh, through Prinny oh, on, nice. on the PSP Go. Dude! It is a really good little game. It's great platformer. I played it before, but I really hadn't paid attention to it. Uh, but great visuals, great gameplay, funny, funny writing. But you know the dudes get a little old after a while. But really mm-hmm. neat little game. So uh, very complex controls at times, and highly recommend it. I, I'm really enjoying it. And then uh, we got the we actually were were supplied with a download code for Pixel Junk Monsters Deluxe for the PSP. And you know I'll be yeah. the first one to admit. I have the game on the PS3. I don't play it that often. I don't like tower defense games that much. But I, I figured I wanted to try it. It is great on the PSP. The uh, translation to the PSP is perfect. The graphics are stunning. I mean, literally stunning at how well they did with the visuals. Uh, I played about three levels, and I'm really having a good time with it. Uh, they, they've tightened a lot of things up quite a bit, and the move to the PSP is, is flawless so far. So I highly recommend it. And I think that's about. I think there's some other stuff I played, but not a lot. So I think we'll just end with that. It was a lot. So they've also got online though, right? On Pixel Junk Monsters is online yeah, for the PSP as well. Yeah, you can play that online well. or in ad hoc. And of course, I haven't played that yet, but uh, it's really well done. I, I am insanely impressed with it. So uh, mm. if you're into, especially any type of tower defense, this game is definitely for you. It's it's phenomenal, and the price is right too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on down, the price is right. <laughs> oh, I didn't load the other one up. All I have is this this week. Aww. Aww. Not like the other week where I thought I had that, and I had that. Da-da-da-da. Oh, crap. All right, well, uh, my drink is empty. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, mine too. Mm. All right. My bladder is break. full. I need to go. <laughs> oh, that too. All Let's right. take a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll have Martin review Dirt 2. I have a new drink. I don't know about you boys, but uh, I am going to be quenching my thirst while Martin reviews Dirt 2 finally for us. <laughs> finally? I only sent it to him like two years ago. Yeah, but he had oh, TGS and the swine flu. Yeah, TGS, <laughs> swine flu, tsunamis, hurricanes, Jeez. bombings. And NASA. What else? NASA, yeah. And NASA. So... <laughs> So you like Dirt Two, Martin? Just a just a smidge, just a smidge, just a smidge. No, this, Even though every just, time I'm no, on this, I see you playing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm actually playing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Only Mark is supposed to play games while we're recording. I no, I can do that too. I can multitask. I must be a woman. 
Oh, well, it's not the first time we've said that about you. Mainly because of your hair. Hey, hey what, what's wrong with my what? hair? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, tell us about third two. Really? You sure? You don't want to talk about yes. my hair? No. Okay. <laughs> or that yeah, one okay. you spray on yourself, or, yeah. That's to keep my skin moisturized. <laughs> oh, God. Kissably <laughs> smooth. Wow, so about that dirt too. <laughs> Welcome to the grooming podcast. Peace. Yes. <laughs> Shall we restart again? No, okay. Right, dirt two. Um it's good. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no. Alright. Yeah. Thanks for sending it. No, okay. No, 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 no. Let's go again. Let's go again. Right, dirt two is is phenomenal. Um you pick up the game and straight off the bat, uh, the presentation is, is is beautiful. It's like you're looking through uh, like an ESPN magazine, uh, right. and it obviously asks you for your name and your nationality. And then when you when it gives you um, when you've given it the information, it then asks you to give uh, yourself a voice, like a voice tag, and it gives you a whole list of uh, different voices that you can assign to your name. So it says. I've put my name as Martin, so it the game then recognized that the closest fit to Martin was Mart. So in the game now, running through the game, the game constantly calls me Mart. It goes, hey Mart, you want to do this? Hey Mart, you got a new friend? Hey Mart, you got Mart? some new liveries? Hey Mart, you, you just Who constantly the hell has talks to you. Mart? Mart, I don't know, I don't know, Mart, wow. I don't know, it's it's easy, isn't it? <laughs> sure. But and, and, anyway. That's pretty cool so, though. So the game's constantly talking to you, but it's got a whole bunch of names. I don't know, it's about 40, maybe 50 different names uh, you can be called um, throughout the game. And it, it constantly re- uh, refers to you as Mart through the game. So even when you're in the menus or if you're racing, it'll talk to you. So it's that's a pretty cool feature. Um, then when you get into the game, uh, the game is... Um, you start off with uh, just a regular Subaru in Preza and with no money. And um, what is his name? Travis Pastrani. He, he decides yeah. to you know, Pastrani, Pastrano, whatever. Uh, he decides to uh, give you some cash to go buy a car, and which is the Subaru in Preza. Um, and then from there, you're, you obviously you enter uh, into races against other people where. You can build uh, your your fame, um, and once you start building fame, you start to unlock other race events around the world. So you've got like race events in like Africa, Asia, Europe, the States, uh, China, Japan. So yeah, these places all start opening up um, once you start to actually level up as well. So when you play in the games, um, say for instance, I'm at you, your first race is in London, so. When you're when you're racing in London, obviously if you come first, you get higher XP. So then you start to level up, and when you level up, it, it opens up new races around the world. And say 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 for instance you're on level twelve, it'll pop up and say, okay, uh, China is now uh, is now on the map. It just shows you uh, China and it says it's now on the map, but you need to be you need to hit level fourteen. So obviously you've still got uh, a whole lot of races that you can you can go to and. And uh, build up your XP to actually get to level 14, so you can actually go to China. So I mean, it's good the uh, the whole layout and the uh, the way that the, 
the game is actually is uh, set out. So I mean, it, it, it's a great structure. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm having a hell of a lot of fun with it. Well, how's then, the leveling then, kind of spaced out? Is it, is it pretty evenly spaced out, or is it a real trudge to get to the next level? Or no, it's you know, how, it's really easy. It I mean, it, it it depends on what difficulty setting you've got it on. To be honest, I think um, I I put it on casual to start off with, but I found it really, really, really easy. So I then put it up to I think it was I think it's brutal. I think. Uh, or realistic, I can't remember. Because <laughs> he puts it on I, that, and I, I, I was playing it on the easiest at E3, and I was still running into every wall. <laughs> no, I, it, I mean I'm a racing guy, so I mean I, I've been playing racing games forever. So, like when when you're going into an, into the events, you get um, uh, yeah, it, it asks you uh, yeah, casual and serious, and then savage and extreme and hardcore. So. Mm-hmm. So easy is is obviously pretty easy, but so I, I switched it to uh, savage, um, which is two up from the top. So I mean, it, it's still pretty, it's still pretty tough. Um, but yeah, casual was too easy. So if you are a racing game fan, don't don't put it on casual because you'll 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 fly through the game really quickly. If you want a bit of a challenge, I'd put it up to uh, maybe maybe serious or savage. Um, when you actually choose a difficulty settings, you've got something called flashbacks. Uh, flashbacks are if you're in a race and you you mess up or if you hit a wall, you can you can you can hit the select button, and then you can like rewind the time, and start huh. from like where you think. So it's you that can same carry on they put in fours of three. Yeah, or fours of three. Put it in. Uh, it's copied this. I don't well, know. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. actually, what was the uh, grid? Grid did it right. Yeah, grid also that by too, yeah. yeah, also by uh, Codemasters. So yeah, you have got flashbacks, and it depend obviously depend on what difficulty setting you've got it on. If you, I mean, if you play it on easy, you get five five flashbacks, but then if you put it on hardcore, you get none. So that ah. obviously that that's that's good. If you put it on extreme, you get one. Savage is two, so I'm playing it on savage, so I get two flashbacks per race. Um, <laughs> but if you, if you, obviously, if you finish first, you get your full amount of XP, which uh, allows you to level up quicker, a lot quicker. But if, obviously, if you finish in second, uh, it's going to take you a little while longer to actually level up in, in order to open up the other races, which are all around the world. Um, when you when you start to uh, actually when you start uh, getting higher XP, um, you get these other events called uh, like ESPN. Uh, extreme events, which are right. which are pretty awesome. I think that I think they're four races in one uh, in in one particular venue. Um, and again, if you win them, you get you you, you gain fame. And when you when you gain fame, uh, you, you earn money and stuff to buy uh, new cars or uh, and like you get like liveries and stuff for your car and like fluffy dice for your your <laughs> hang on your dashboard and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm having an insane time playing it. I mean, the game looks so pretty; it's unbelievably pretty. Yeah. I mean, as I said, when you put the difficulty setting up, it it, it controls. I really like the controls. Some people say it's a bit, uh, it's a bit loose, but I like I like this feeling because it's twitchy. <laughs> yeah, you like I mean, loose. yeah. Yeah, I should tell my wife. Uh, if <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. I mean, if you if you're on a rally game, if you're on loose dirt, it's really difficult to control a car on loose 
gravel, especially when you're going at, at these type of speeds. So I like it being twitchy, if you know what I mean. I understand when the yeah. people say, "Oh, it's a bit twitchy on, on when you're on tarmac," but yeah, but I when you when you in a rally game and you're actually playing on like loose loose gravel um, or, or in sand. It, the car is really, really twitchy, so I I, I understand and I, I I prefer it like that. But um, well, they said at E three this year that that was one of the things they really focused on was the tire and the reaction of the tire on the different surfaces, mm. uh, so that it didn't feel the same a lot of the times. And they were trying to uh, like that was the one thing that they were trying to get right this year. And they had a bunch well, of pro racers actually play it to make sure that the feel was correct. Yeah, I mean, you can tell when you go from like loose gravel to tarmac. I mean, the, the, it changes like instantly. You can tell. Right. The traction, the traction totally changes, and then obviously when you go from tarmac to loose gravel, again it, the dynamics change, and it's really, really nice. Um, I, I'm just having a blast with it. Um, I haven't actually got into any multiplayer yet, so I'm sorry mm-hmm. to Zippy Patrick who sent me a message and said, "Yeah, let's go down some." Let's get some multiplayer on, but I was actually asleep, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop but, um, up until four in the morning watching uh, footy matches. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> but uh, the way my guys played the other day, I felt like committing suicide. <laughs> but <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we're too into our sports. Anyway, so yeah, I highly recommend it. A- if you had to give it a letter grade, what do you think you could give it? Hmm. The things that annoys me about it uh, is the it's kind of the, the voiceovers from the other drivers. They get really repetitive. Uh huh. And they 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 piss me off. Hey Martin, how you doing? Hey, I just passed you again. Uh, I'm gonna come and get you. And it's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> it's like. I mean, if you're in a race like a serious race and you're trying to win money, I mean, I don't know if you're like communicating with other drivers and saying, "Oh, you're pretty far behind." Ha ha ha. I don't know if you if you do stuff like that cuz I certainly don't when I race. I go caught and I do it if I have a walkie-talkie or a CB. I I want I need to concentrate on the on the on the track or the road or the cars in front of me, not 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 give other racers shit. I, mean, I can do that at the end of the race when I get out of the car and, and laugh at you cuz I beat you. But you now the, the <laughs> The repetitive voiceovers actually in game really annoy me, um, but that's about the only thing that I'm, I, that pisses me off um, about the game is just the voiceovers, and I don't think you can turn them off. Um, but I'd give it an A. I really like oh. it. Mark knows how much I like it because at E3 I do. we stood there for like, like <laughs> oh my God. 40, forty minutes. That's right. Remember? Yeah, it was the end of the day. Yep. It, was, it was pretty much they were closing things up, and Martin still standing there talking to the dude. And we're like, "Dude, we got all the games we got to look at." <laughs> no, I, 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 I absolutely, I absolutely adore it. Um, I think it's a superb game, and if you haven't got it, I, I really highly recommend you go get it. Yeah, I mean, the amount of cars is, is you, I don't know, it's like forty-five cars of all different types as well. It's not just rally cars. There's like. Um, there's big off-roads, there's, there's um, oh, I can't even remember the actual car types anymore, but there's a hell of a lot of different cars, like buggies and stuff like that, trucks, buggies, right. uh, rally, rally cars. Um, yeah, but the, 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 the whole presentation, though, is, is, is absolutely stunning, which is kind of a norm from uh, Codemasters these days with their menu systems. The whole menu system's beautiful. You're in a trailer, 
your trailer as your menu system, and you can navigate your trailer um, uh, to yeah. uh, what kind of thing you want to do. They, it's, it's they even had that in the demo. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You go outside. So if you want to race, you actually leave your trailer and go outside, and you pick your car, which is out uh, outside. If you want to come back in and like change options, you go back into the trailer and. You go to your options menu, which is like a TV and stuff. Ah, it's superb. Right. I really, 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 really enjoy the game. And if uh, if you're into your racing games and you like you like them hard, which this is hard if you if you crank up the uh, the difficulty set and don't put it on casual. Uh, if you crank up the uh, the difficulty, you'll have a, 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 a I think a great time because it'll make you come back, keep coming back. Cool. So yeah, I really, I really recommend it and give it an A. I would anyway. Nice. All right. Well, uh, Mark, we have to All right. go find our guest reviewer. Let me go find her. All right. She said she just gave right. up Boy and His Blob for the night. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be right back. Well, the show just got that much better because Mark went to take a nap and we're joined by his <laughs> lovely wife, Jesse. Also known as Nermasa hey. over on VG Evo. What? How's it going? How's it going? What? I said, hey, like, hey, oh, you, how's it going? Saying, like, hey, what did you say that for? No, that's usually <laughs> what I say, but not this time. <laughs> so I, I, I hear that you're uh, giving Boy and His Blob a rest for the night. You're getting a little... Uh, oh, my God. I, I wanted to strangle him. <laughs> yeah. So I got to the Too end of the off. second map. No, not Mark. The boy in his blob. Not oh. Mark. <laughs> Just to make that clear. Um, no, I got to the end of the second map, and I can't beat the boss. I know how I have to beat him, but the way you have to beat him is... I don't even freaking know how I'm going to do it. So, <laughs> And I tried to reach out to our good friend Pete, um, repeat, to see if he had played it, because, you know, usually he has tips, but he everything. hasn't even gotten it yet. Wow. So. It doesn't get released for another couple of weeks over there, so. Ah, uh, okay. In the land down under. Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with that game, but I'm liking it more now that I'm almost done with it, so. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> At least I hope I'm almost done with it. <laughs> that's what you think. All of a sudden, you're going to get yeah. to the end of what you think is the end of the game, and it's going to say, well, now that you're done with the tutorial, we can get to the real game. Yeah, right. Well, now I'm on the second map, because I already finished one, and now I'm at the end of the second one, and Mark's like, I'm pretty sure there's probably another one. I'm like, don't even tell me that. <laughs> Just want <laughs> it to be over. <laughs> See, that's the problem with me. If it's not a game like Uno, where I can just pick up and play, like, you know, whenever I want to... You know, yeah. it's hard for me to finish it. Or if it's more than like four hours, you know, that I'm just like, <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> well, and 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 it, it's really funny because you're actually here to talk about Uno. Imagine that. I am. I know. What a coincidence. And you've gotten to play this a lot more than I have because I I used to play the 360 version like all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've put I nine hours it. into the PS3 version already. Wow! And I'm only two trophies short of getting all of them, but I don't know. I can get one of the two. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, but the the second one, one of them I, I have yet to get is um, earn 5,000 points, which you have to do through the tournament play, which I'll talk about. And the other one is to be top 50 on the leaderboards, which oh. there's no fucking way I can do that. I'm like 6,000, yeah. but I haven't played online hardly at all because it's kind of a pain. But Oh, well, tell us all about so, it. I, I've only played a little bit of it. So. 
you know, I I wish I would have popped in the 360 version to see how it really compared, but I think some things right off the bat, to me, it felt like a more complete game. Um, I don't know. Do you need me to explain what Uno is? Does everybody everybody if can Google it if they don't know, know what it is? Yeah. Uno's, <laughs> yeah. Uno's a game. That Uno's I a classic card game. Yeah, quite a bit. yeah. Right. Me too. It's like one of my. It's actually like my favorite game to play. <laughs> um, so I really, you know, I really enjoy playing it on the consoles too because it um, has a little bit of that feel. Only we played it with, you know, you can kind of make up your own rules too. But you know, whatever. Right. Um, some well, of the things that were different right away. Yeah, there's a lot of different rules. I don't think that I remember on the 360 that they added on to the PS3, which I thought was really nice. Like, um, you know, you can play four player or you can play six player, which is really nice too, except locally. Locally, you can only play four players if you're playing with four people. But if you're playing hmm. online, you can play online with six people. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know you. Well, yeah. I think you can do six on. No, I think you can only do four on the 360 one. I think I you think could too, yeah. So. Four. Yeah. They added two extra people, which when you add two extra people, you add a whole lot more, um, like, you know, uncertainty of what can insanity. happen between your turn and, yeah, insanity. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, so I think um, just, so that's a nice option. Another option, too, that they added, you have to add, you have to create like a little avatar for yourself, which is kind of like a PS3's version of a, of a me. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, you have to do that. You can't just do a quick play without creating a character. Um, but I don't know. People are like, what? I just want to play. I'm like, well, just do it once and you can't change it. So it's like five minutes. For God's sake. I know. Um, so you can, you do that. Um, when you're actually in the game, you actually hear, hear voices, you know, remember in the 360, it was a hoo-ha or whatever it was for yeah, Uno. Yeah. It, there was like no words, no spoken words. It was just sound, but there's actually, um, a voice for like when you call Uno, any of the action cards, um, you know those kind of things. Which I don't know adds a little bit of a different element. It feels more complete, you know, like they thought a little bit more about it. Um, right. When you're actually playing the game, your little your little avatars move and they kind of interact with each other. Um, you know, if you get skipped, they get mad, which is <laughs> you know <laughs> fun. I haven't got. I mean, I've played almost nine hours of the game and I haven't gotten annoyed with them yet. So. Um, the music is pretty much exactly, it's ambient. There's nothing special about it, um, which is fine. <laughs> um, I do wish it had custom soundtracks, though, because that's a game that you can yeah. sit and play for a couple hours, and that music gets a little grating. Yeah, like half the time when I play it, I don't even have the sound on. <laughs> I just listen to whatever else is going on, or I you know, right. have my my iPod on or whatever. So, um but you know, I usually have headphones on anyway if we're both playing. So anyway, so what you can do, you know, you can play your free play, which is just play, play, play. Um, or like I kind of mentioned before, you have a tournament mode, and that's actually how I pretty much unlocked all the trophies is by playing tournament mode. Um, there's 15 different rounds or 15 different modes that you play, and it starts off easy. Um, you can there's three settings you can try or you can play easy right off the bat or normal. And then once you get to a certain point from normal, you can unlock hard, which I did, which is I haven't played yet. Um, uh-huh. I would have to say, I mean, I started off on normal because I'm like, well, 360, their computers were stupid, you know, so yeah, they <laughs> I didn't were. have a problem. Three uh, PS3's computer is a little smarter, I would have to say. Um, yeah, it's actually like playing against people. I mean, I um, find them a good amount of challenge. <laughs> um, 
there's, which there's I still didn't the find really in the 360. kind of duncey one where you can catch them on not calling Uno every now and then. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. So there's I just played before. Yeah, before I got on, I played, and I think I mean I played six rounds, and I think only one time did I have to catch somebody playing Uno or not saying Uno. So I mean, out of six six full rounds, you know, and I think that yeah. was too bad. Um, but their strategy is better. <laughs> the computer strategy is better, I would have to say. They don't make as many stupid mistakes, um, you know, as they did, which is kind of nice. Um, because if you switch over to the online, the, I have, like I said, I haven't played a whole lot of online because it's a right. pain in the ass to get there. You can go ahead and create your own room, but you're not guaranteed that your friends are going to get there. Um, uh. I was having a hard time finding rooms. Um, so I just didn't play a lot online a whole lot. So I played pretty much all those nine hours locally. Um, I played with a couple of the Indus girls uh, a couple weeks ago, but other than that, I mean, I pretty much play locally. So, okay. um, anyway, so you go through these 15 rounds and there's different dimensions. So, you know, you play a couple that are just four player, then, you know, you play a couple four player with additional rules. Um, and just, there's three new rules that they added. One of them is called it's a it's a penalty rule, and I don't remember this in 360. That I never played with the penalty rule, but pretty much the penalty rule is say, um, Martin, you played a draw two, and then Glenn, you played a draw two. Well, if I don't have a draw two, that all that c- gets dumped onto me. So then I have to like draw six. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't have that on the 360 instead of just drawing they have a, two. They have a you know, rule. yeah. They have a couple of rule sets like that on the 360, but that was the absolute first thing I noticed on the PS3 version is that it has a ton more varieties on mm-hmm. the different rule sets. Because I know when I was a kid, we used to make up our own rules. You said you did Oh, yeah. Too. I mean, that was one of the cool oh, things. Oh, and you know, you the one thing that I really rules. liked is that the draw function, you had the opportunity, to, you have the option to either draw one or draw until you get a card to play which is how we always played and that was something that the 360 didn't have i remember that specifically because i was that was one of my chief complaints (laughs) um but so going out so so penalty like i got screwed earlier tonight because somebody threw out a draw four somebody else jumped in and drew another draw four and then i got stuck drawing six because then i challenged or i mean 12 because i challenged and then i was just yeah it was a mess um (laughs) So there's so there's the penalty. Um, there's the jump in rule where say we're playing with six people, and I you know somebody throws out a green two. Well, even though it's not my turn, if I have a green two, I can jump in and play that before the next person plays, and then it skips everybody between that person and me and continues right. the other direction, um, which is fun. But you can also get caught too, like, especially with those wild cards. <laughs> Um, because again, if somebody challenges you and you just threw it out to jump in and you don't have what you said you had, then, you know, you end up drawing cards. Um, so there's the jump in rule, which is really fun. And especially if you have a lot of the same color, it works to your advantage. So you can get rid of your, you can purge your cards faster. Um, there is the seven and O rule, which is, I like to play Uno dirty. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, this you? rule, no, this rule doesn't really, um, you have to be careful <laughs> because um, if you're constantly giving people draw to wild plus four, um, if somebody happens to draw a zero and plays it, it automatically shifts all everybody's hands in whatever direction 
oh, the yeah. um, arrows pointing. So I might have one card left, but the person to my left just put down a zero, and guess what? I get all 50 of their cards that are in their hand. Yep. Um, on the other hand, if if you and sometimes you have to do this, if you draw if you throw down a seven of any color, that means you have you have to and you can't back out of this. You have to switch cards with somebody in your group. So I mean huh. usually it's the person who has the next less, you know, fewer cards because I mean right. obviously if I had Uno, I don't wanna or if I just got that that handful of fifty, I can pawn that off to somebody else who only has one or two cards. Um, so you definitely have to play a little smarter, you know, I mean, obviously you could just take a risk and try to get rid of all your cards before you get screwed, but inevitably, you know, it all comes down to that, (laughs) um, (laughs) getting screwed. Um, I have to say I've had a lot more fun with it than I did the 360. Um, you know, I think of this 360, I played a lot more online just because the online I think was a lot better. Yeah. Than the 360. Um, but I mean, I have to say, I mean, I'm enjoying playing it, which playing it locally, like I said, on the 360, I didn't find very enjoyable, but this, this one I do. So I have, that's something good. Um, yeah. Trying to, trying to think of something else. Like and, I said, the online's to, a little funny. Is, oh, this, go ahead. This isn't the same game as the 360 at all. It's not made by the no, same people not, either. No, not. Doesn't so look anything you, like it. I mean, it definitely yeah. feels like a full, like a more complete game. I would have to say. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. I, I I just haven't had time to play it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, the online, you know, kind of like um, other online games that has leaderboards. You can choose a ranked or an unranked. It's unranked, right. ranked, or custom, or you know, create your own or friends game. So if a friend was playing. Theoretically, you could click friends, see who's playing, and possibly join their game if there's room. Um, okay. You can create a game, like I said, and you can invite people to your game. You can make it private, you know, just for your friends, and then you can send invites. But the problem is, when you go in, you say you get an invite. It's not like, say, Street Fighter Four, where you get an invite, and right from that message, you can go right to Oh, does it just take them to the lobby game. or something? Doesn't take you anywhere. <laughs> You actually have to back out, go into your game requests, and see if there's a game request there. If there's not, which, guess what? There typically isn't. You have to go through your friends and see who's available and jump in the game, which could be the game I just created. So there's a whole lot of extra work to get in. Um, Another problem we found with online is that it's really easy to accidentally bump yourself out of the game. Like, if you accidentally hit circle instead of X, <laughs> boop, you are out of the game. Yeah, it doesn't even say, are you sure you want to leave? Nope, you're just gone. <laughs> Oddbit did that. Out of stuff all the time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oddbit did that one. She's like, oh my god, I can't believe I hit the circle button and not the X. I'm like, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that was, we, that was a no discovery for us. Um... What else online? I really did have a hard time finding people to play online just randomly because I'm like, I'll just go and play random people. Um, I really had a hard time doing that. A lot of times if I searched for a game, it ended up dumping me into my own game. I'm like, I don't want to create a game. I just wanted to join somebody's game. So, um, Well, uh, unfortunately, it just didn't get any fanfare at all. They just kind of released yeah. it and that was it. There was nothing on the blog. There was no... You know, they, they didn't release it for review to anybody. I didn't see any websites review whatsoever. Right. So it, it's just kind of I, dropped, you know? I am proud that I've gotten at least four other people to buy this game. 
<laughs> maybe more. <laughs> so I have people to play with online. <laughs> um, I've already said I, I'm always up for a game of Uno. If if people yeah. have Uno and, and they want to play, if I'm not in the middle of something, I'll play because I love the game. Yeah, I've actually had people add me just to play Uno, which is kind of fun. So, um, what else is there? Is there anything I'm forgetting? I think I that's think so. I pretty think much it. Pretty it. Well. I mean, it's um, Uno at, at its core, you know. It's Uno, yeah, and and it feels yeah. like Uno, and it has some of the flexibility and some of the um, like uniquenesses that you enjoyed growing up. I guess um, it's not well, as I, like. I, like I said, structured I best, and black and white is their 360. Yeah. The 360 one was really easy, but it was very streamlined. It didn't have a lot of rule mm-hmm. sets. I mean, really, mm-hmm. where you got a lot of the rule sets was the different decks they brought out. Like the decks yeah. themselves had their own this, rule sets, but yeah. they were, I mean, there were minor changes. Whereas this one, mm-hmm. I mean, I was looking through the options and it is, I mean, it's insanely full featured. This was obviously yeah. worked on by a team that played the game, you know, played the actual mm-hmm. card game. The best part about it is, you don't have to get people together at the house. You, you know, you can play against the computer. You can, you can play online, but mm-hmm. also you don't have to shuffle the deck all the time. So you're going to save time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. The the thing I have to. Um, oh crap! I lost my train of thought. Mm. <laughs> it's gone. It's out the door. That's all right. It's never coming back. <laughs> Shit! You didn't have enough wine. I didn't have. I only had a, a small glass of wine. I've been drinking water. Well, there's the problem right there. I, I guess, man. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I wish I remembered what I was going to say. Yeah. Well, it can't be that important. Does it matter? No, it can't be that yeah. important. I I really do enjoy the game. I mean, I think that they did a great job. I think that it's unfortunate that it didn't get a whole lot of hits. But, um, you know, it's definitely worth it. I mean, it's not like it's not as bare bones as a 360 game. So I definitely cool. recommend it. I was asked what grade I would give it, and I don't know. <laughs> so... <laughs> You would be a terrible teacher. Well, no, I'd be a good teacher. I just, if you gave me a template and a checklist, I could give you a grade, but I'd have to say if I wasn't, if I was grading the game minus the online, I'd have to say I'd give the game itself an A just because of the completeness, the options, but then you throw in the stinky online, then it kind of brings it down to like a B plus, but that's fair. I don't know. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Definitely. Okay. Because that's very frustrating that, that it doesn't even have... It's, it sounds like it's got a really shitty lobby system, so I'm kind of glad I didn't yeah. try it online yet. I'd probably be bitching about yeah, it. Yeah, no. I mean, and if you can get... I mean, like I said, I the 360, I only played online because the local was so stupid. <laughs> but, I mean, I've only played... I mean, I, I like I said, out of the nine hours I played, only three of those hours were probably with people online. So, I mean, oh, that says something okay. about the game itself. So Yeah. Great. Now I gotta go play that more. Yeah. You can have your own little me Uno party. You don't need any of your real <laughs> living, breathing friends. Screw them all. Well, you know, we, we will have 24 hours to play some games in a couple oh, yeah. of weeks, so we could always maybe get a couple matches of that going. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's a lot of fun. Rock well, uh, since you're here, why don't you pimp your show? Well, uh, we have a little show called Sisters in Gaming, and it is myself, Saber Girl, Catwoman, and Silrain. And it, we are a monthly podcast. Um, so each month we talk about um, a variety of things related to, um, you know, we say that it's um, kind of related to all things from the female perspective. So we talk about games, we do, we do some reviews, we have a 
a couple different sections in our podcast. We have um, Crafting Mama, which is we do some sort of fun, you know, kind of craft like we're doing um, little notepad binder kind of things out of perler beads this month um oh, we have a okay. section called dare dare to game which is um we're <laughs> all either collectively or individually dared a game to play and you know in the spirit of trying something new <laughs> um we play that we do that kind of every other month it really kind of depends on like what else we have going on in the month because it gets a little long um then yeah. we have something that's new which is called our mommy minute and we um last month is the first month we started this and it is something where we try to feature something related to like video games and families so it could be like okay. a cost saving way to game with your family like last month we co- covered the esrb and ratings and how um you know, what to look for and like, just kind of like perspectives. Um, Actually, Catwoman had her kids on and they talked about some of the games that they like and why they don't like certain games. So, I mean, it was really kind of cool to have that. Huh, um, so, I mean, it kind of varies from month to month, but um, we have a good time. You know, we try a little something new and um, that's that. We're actually recording yeah. this coming weekend and we'll have our show next week, hopefully. Cool. Well, how can they find it? Yeah. You can find it at vgevo.com under the podcast network, um, or you can go to sistersingaming.com, and we are on Twitter at um, twitter.com slash sistersingaming, and we're on Facebook, and I think that's it. You're everywhere! You're everywhere! We're everywhere! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys will be hearing a lot more of Jesse, especially during the 24-hour gaming marathon as... uh, of course, she'll be there gaming with us. And, and, <laughs> and uh, I apologize because when I get tired, it think I uh, yeah, it might not be very yeah, pretty. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. It's, it's I either good. fall asleep or I get really grumpy. So let's hope that it's <laughs> the pleasant tired me and not the grumpy tired me. <laughs> we are going to have to buy so much Red Bull for that weekend. Yeah, it's not even yeah. funny. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do we do we lose Martin? Husband? I think so. Martin? I'm sleeping. No, I'm still here. I'm still okay. here. <laughs> We're boring I'm, I'm him to like, death. I'm not like Sorry, Mark. Man. I don't fall asleep listening to other people. I got. <laughs> no, Mark. I got you just hear Mark clicking his mouse every two seconds. When, <laughs> is, is Mark awake or is he on the couch asleep with a cat um, on his head? I can't. I can't see him because I'm. I'm close into our office. So. Um, it's quiet out there, so I can't really say what he's doing. See, when, well, when we're talking about it, something it, that Mark doesn't give a crap about. This is all you hear. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, if he was asleep, you would hear his hugely loud snoring. So I guess there's no snoring. So he's not. Well, asleep. see, like when you when you live with that, you don't hear it as much anymore. <laughs> uh, I kind of tune it out. When I was at E3. Yeah, yeah. I recorded well, that while I was at E3, and it was funny. <laughs> I still yeah. got it, actually. I hear it every night. Well, actually, no, I don't. It happens every night. I just don't hear it. I'm a very soft <laughs> sleeper. Oh, now we're going to embarrass Mark <laughs> if he actually listened to the show. So. Eh. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank you very much for coming on and, and reviewing the game Well, thanks for, for having me. No problem. Well, definitely. Anytime. We'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. Except for Martin. We'll, we'll see you on yeah. Twitter. Yay. Are we done? Not yet. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, now that Mark is back, I'm going to bore him with some uh, racing talk. Wow. More racing talk. Son of a So now we get bitch. to hear Mark, Mark's mouse clicking every two seconds. Uh, my PSP? <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll, we'll go pretty fast on this one. Uh, 
we they were nice enough to send us. EA was nice enough to send us a copy of Need for Speed Shift uh, for PS3 to, to review. And uh, I do have a Logitech Force Feedback Wheel, and that's the only way I've played it so far. Uh, and you know, I'll, I'll just come right out and say it: it, it is a good game, it, it, and it shows a ton of promise. And I, I, I like the game. But it it needs some real polish in in some areas. Uh, I don't know how many cars are in it. I think it's like four hundred or so. I don't. Know. I have no idea. I, I I'm not going to get into the details in this game just because I haven't had time to really look it up. But it's got a lot of courses that you'll see in some other games like Forza Three and Gran Turismo. And, and really, those are the two that that we're going to focus on uh, for comparison, uh, along with Grid a little bit. But uh, they were they were trying to kind of go back to the old school Need for Speed with this one uh, from back on the 3DO, where it was more of a sim than the arcade racing like in Undercover and everything else. And they've done a good job overall. I mean, it's it's a good game. The visuals are amazing. They, 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 in terms of the good with this game, they've done a great job at immersing you in the experience. So if you're using an analog pad, you can use the right stick and actually look around the cockpit everywhere. And, and all the dashboards are fully rendered. Everything works on the dashboard pretty much, except for the radio. Uh <clears throat> the mirrors all work, you know, everything works really well. The tracks themselves look really good to a certain extent. There there are some there's some weirdness in the textures every now and then where like skid marks will pop in and out and, and it's just a little glitchy every now and then with with the visuals. Also, I think they're cheating with the shadows. I don't think it's actually doing true shadowing because when you watch some of the replays you kinda notice that it's not it, it it's reflective off the paint, but uh the shadows don't seem to really be working correctly so i don't know if i'm just seeing it wrong or what the fact you know what what the fact is here but the racing itself is pretty good it 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 definitely gives you that sense of speed it it, the gameplay feels a lot more like forza 2 or forza 3 than it does a gran turismo where they they seem to have notched the speed and the intensity up uh, uh, just a little bit to kind of give you that adrenaline rush instead of being just a true sim like a gran turismo and like I said, I'm playing it with a Logitech force feedback wheel. And he, some of the bad about this game is that it, it was getting my wheel out of calibration every now and then. So I'd get into a race and I would have to hold it to the right a little bit just to go straight. So the calibration kept getting off, but it was only like every other race or whatever. Uh, that's also, like the actual car. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. My alignment got, got out of whack. Uh, the other problem was I was having where like the force feedback would flip out and all of a sudden the wheel would just go left and right like without even me touching it. So there, there's little glitches like that and it's not just with the control. There's little glitches like that all the way throughout the game. Uh, sometimes with the audio, sometimes with the graphics. It's it's just these, this weird thing where you, you basically feel like if they would have given it two more months, they probably could have cleaned a lot of that stuff up. I like the fact that it rewards you for racing dirty or with precision. So it actually, ha- you don't get penalized for going one or the other. It'll give you precision points and, or it'll give you, uh, like if you're, if you're driving dirty or aggressive, as they call it. And according to this game, I'm a very aggressive driver, which is true. I, I, I race dirty. I'll, I'll admit it. I always have admitted it and I always will. I race dirty. Uh, you know, if we're going into a turn, I'll get inside of you and use you as, you know, to take some of the G-Force away. <laughs> so, I, I like that fact. I, I like the the point system that they have built into it. The progression seems pretty smooth to go from one level to the next. Uh, they've got the manufacturer 
challenges built into there, so you, you know everybody gets the same exact car, and, and you're racing on the same playing field, basically. Uh, they've got uh, like a dual mode, and and it's all throughout the career. So your career, you keep unlocking little things here and there. So you you have like your racer grudge match where you have to keep within five seconds of a racer or knock him out completely. So what'll happen is you can spin him out. And it'll say that he's never going to catch up to you, you win the race, <clears throat> which is a little weird. You know, the car models themselves look really good. I think the physics actually work really well on the racing itself. Uh, although at little times, it seems like the control gets really out of whack. Like it, it's not handling correctly on, on certain corners here and there. Uh, again, it just seems really kind of odd. I don't, I don't know how to describe it where all of a sudden it'll get really slippery and you don't know why. Uh, the one thing that's always bugged me about Forza 3 when I see videos of it is like you'll have a, a car pile up and a car will come in and hit something you know head on and the back of the car will rise up into the air like 45 degrees which just seems really really off to me so in that respect I think shift does a much better job uh, along with the immersion that I talked about before they also pull you in in terms of a crash so if you get in a really bad wreck all of a sudden the, the screen will get really blurry or uh, it'll go black and white and you'll actually hear your driver kind of going, oh, you know, or, or just like gasping for air if you get the no- air knocked out of them, which I, I find really immersive and, and, and very, a very cool effect. Uh, I think that's something that they can really build upon for uh, the next game. And, and uh, you know, we had Philip J. Fry on a couple weeks ago to talk about the event when he went to it. And he said the same thing. I can't wait to see the next NFS shift game. And I started understanding what he's talking about with this one, where this is a great first effort, but there's so much that could be polished and so much that can be done to this game. Uh, I only played one race online. It worked well. It, it did it did well. You can turn off the names, which is nice, so that everything doesn't get cluttered. But... I wasn't. I didn't feel compelled to play this game that much. Uh, I, I played for about, I think, roughly four or five hours, and I finally just kind of said, you know, I'm going to wait for GT or Gran Turismo Five. I, I, I think it's a good game, and and you know, it, it's worth the money. It's not a bust by any means. It, it's the best Need for Speed I've played in a long time. Uh, but you know, Forza Three I think is a better game, and I, I'm pretty damn sure Gran Turismo Five is going to be a better game if you're looking for a simmy type game. If you go into this looking for something more like a grid or you know something with a little bit of arcadiness or, or action racing in it, I think you're, you're going to like it as well. I think you're going to like it a little bit more than looking for a sim. <clears throat> Letter grade, I, I'll give it a B. I, I think, like I said, I think it's a solid game, but it, it definitely has room for improvement. Uh, but, it, man, it's a great, solid fa- foundation. And I, I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with the next one. Now, apparently, there's a patch coming out. Uh, I don't know what the patch is going to do. I don't know when it's coming out. I, you know, so that's all I know. If the patch is good enough and it changes the gameplay that much, I might re-review it and give it a different score. But at the moment, I'm going to say it's a B. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Sweet. You can wake up again. Wakey, wakey. Hey, we don't talk about Dirt Two for 15 minutes. Yeah, so, but Dirt Two is an A. Yeah. And Dirt 2 is fantastic from what I saw. I just can't play it. Uh, so real quick, because I'm not going to review it this week, but I picked up a, a PSP Go. I picked up the white one. Uh, so far, I like it, but I do have some complaints. Uh, I think that Price? Media Go, uh, well, for me, I had gift cards and everything. But yeah, I, I'm not, you know, I'm going to stay away from the price thing because that's everybody's go-to. Um, <laughs> UMD? I, you know, that's the biggest complaint. 
you know, I've got this device here, and I've got to get all these games off the PSN, and, you know, there's some that I already own, which is nice, so I already had a, a library of games to put on here, but there's some games that are sitting in my UMD library, like Williams Collection, Every Extend Extra, uh, some of the games that we'll be talking about a little bit later on this list that we had to make had to make up. I want those on here, and there's no way to do it. They're not on the PSN store. There's no way I can use the UMD in any way with this. <clears throat> so that is a very valid complaint. And uh, again, I think if you don't have a PSP, this is probably the way to go. If you want something a little more portable. The way to uh, the go? <laughs> hey yeah. Oh, it didn't work. There we go. Your timing so, is terrible. I'm I'm tr- I'm concentrating. That's why I don't know what you're going to say. I left my psychic <laughs> hat at home at work. Um, I love the form factor. I think it's really good. Uh, the, the slider is really nice. Uh, the D-pad is is great. The buttons are a little bit smaller, but they're really easy to use. Uh, with my messed up thumb, I do have to have some kind of light because it's a lot tougher for me to feel the D-pad compared to the 3000. And that's really where I'm coming from is between this and the 3000. Uh, I do think that the screen is actually better than the 3000. It, it, the 3000 I, I really like, and I was never one of those people saying, oh, look at the scan lines. But you don't see the scan lines on the Go one, even though they are essentially the same screen. It's just a little bit smaller. Uh, but I do think the screen on this thing is a little bit nicer. Um, the weight is great. It's roughly the same weight as my iPhone 3G. Uh, the the size is almost exactly the same. It's a little bit thicker. Now, what I've done and, and what I'm doing for the review is I'm actually making it a point to use this device as even my MP3 player, that kind of thing. So I'm not using my iPhone for as my music player anymore. I'm using this. And it was funny. I tweeted it the other day because I was so confused. I was like, hey, you can resume files now. I forgot that that's the PS3. You can't do that on Duh. But I'm using this for my podcast playback. Uh, we're on MediaGo, by the way, finally. So uh, you can Yay. go to MediaGo and actually find us on there, which is pretty sweet. But um, I'm using MediaGo. Uh, I think it's a really good app in a lot of ways. It actually does a couple things better than iTunes, in my opinion. Adding songs to your library is a lot easier than, than in iTunes, I thought. Um, copying the files down to the PSP Go, I thought was a little bit slower. I think that comes down to that bus uh, thing again. But you can set a playlist. It's very easy to set a playlist. I do like the smart playlist on iTunes, though. I wish they had something like that on here, where it'll automatically look for a category or whatever criteria you set up and just add it to the playlist automatically. The Sense Me that they added, and this that's available on, on the 3000 and 2000 as well, but it's this little music player that uh, will actually auto-categorize your music for different moods. It's surprising what it's catching in those categories. Like, it's pretty cool, because there's one where it's it's called, I think, Energetic, and I use that in the morning, and it was grabbing stuff that I was hoping I would hear. So it's pretty neat. Uh, I, I definitely say get out there and try that out, at least, if you have an existing PSP. Um, the, the thing that I don't like, <laughs> that really bothers me, is any of your peripherals for your existing PSP do not work on here at all, except for headphones. And even if you have the headphones that have the the microphone, yeah, you can't even use the microphone because it's got the built-in one. So it's just got this little multi-port on the bottom. So you have a USB charger. Your charger's USB. It's also the USB, you know, to hook into the computer, but the component cables use this new port. The dock uses this new port. Everything uses this new port. So if you're an existing PSP owner, you're going to be pissed. Oh, also, I will say, and I, I did test certain songs, 
this thing puts out a much better audio quality than the than the iPhone does in terms of af- <laughs> acting as a music player. It sounds much better out of this thing. I'm getting way better bass levels, way better audio separation, uh, where I'm hearing things a lot clearer. I, I, and I'm using this at work as my MP3 player. I like having the shoulder buttons to just switch between songs when I'm in the truck because before, if I wanted to skip to the next song, I got to look down, find the touch screen, hit next on there with the shoulder buttons. It's real easy to pop it. So, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's, it's nice. It's, is it groundbreaking? No, it's not. Um, it's nice to have. It's a lot more portable. It is a lot easier to carry. I've been carrying this with me everywhere as, like I said, to make a point and to be able to be ready for the review next week. But, um, if you have a PSP already, if you have a 1000, you know, you still might want to go for with a 3000 just because you probably have a bunch of UMDs already. If you're going into the the PSP fresh, this is definitely the way to go, I would say, because it's nice having that digital it's nice having the digital stuff, you know, on your account. So if you ever like let's say you go get a used 3000 eventually or whatever, you can put a memory card in there, you can download all those games to your 3000. Uh like I said the biggest thing about not going UMD anymore is you're not going to be able to buy used games. That's the biggest deal. Yeah. So I'll review it next week. Those are my initial thoughts on it. Uh, I, I do you just like, reviewed I mean, it. it. It's not really. There's a lot more I want to <laughs> dig into, but uh, I'm liking it so far. But it hasn't been. It, it's not one of those things where I'm like, I'm never going to play my 3000 again. Right. So and actually, with, with the way my thumb is, I really like the D-pad on the 3000 even more now. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, but that's me. I mean, my my thumb is completely numb, and, and it's tougher to play games uh, on any controller. But the D-pad on here I really like, but I have to have light so I can look down to see where my thumb is. Uh, but it's a yeah. lot easier to just leave your thumb in one spot and rock around, kind of like the Saturn pad a little bit, because it's, mm. it's tighter. So I do like that, and, and it was great for uh, Strikers 1945. I was doing very well on this with that game. That's cool. So anyway, yeah. So, um, on to the emails and voicemails. Let's do this. All right. Ooh, hey, Martin, are you awake? Yes. Oh, God, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, no, he, I've also, my, my daughter has joined me, so I have to mute my mic all the time because she's constantly watching Disney Channel and she keeps seeing, like, elephants and she shouts, elephants, elephants, monkey, monkey. Monkeys. So, I, I've got to mute. <laughs> oh, so kind of like Mark when he drinks. Monkey. <laughs> so all right let's do this first email okay i can read it okay all right hey guys recently i went through my game collection and i picked out a few games to trade in at gamestop i figured that with the credit i got from the games i'd be able to pick up another game or two to try out at home but i was wrong in total the amount of money i got for the games i traded in was 22 dollars and 53 cents the titles I decided to trade in included Assassin's Creed, Turok, Devil May Cry 4, Mortal Kombat vs. DC, Alone in the Dark, and Burnout Revenge for PS2. In my opinion, this is insane. I feel like I was completely ripped off because all of my games were in great condition and everything was still included in the box. I also know that the store clerks will put the games back on the shelf for triple the price they paid for paid to me. I was only able to pick up a used copy of Civ uh, Revolution which I don't think is a particularly fair trade. 
Have you guys ever had any problems like this before? I just hate the way that GameStop cons people, and I wish there was a better way to trade in games for a fair price. All I know is that I'm probably going to try selling my games elsewhere. Thanks for the help, and keep up the good work. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty much a known fact that GameStop's trade-in prices fucking blow ass. Even if you're yeah. trading in a game the week it was released, you're losing, like, 20 bucks on the deal. Yeah, that's highway it, robbery, I, man. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is. I traded but they in get away with it for towards the go. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I traded in a few toward the go, but the only reason I did it is because they had a couple things going on where if you traded three games, you got an extra $10. If you traded mm-hmm. in an extra four, no matter what it was, you got 20 And I had some games like, you know, Best Buy had that huge sale where you picked up those games for me for like $10 each. Yeah. And they literally gave me $10 for them. What the fuck? So, you traded those in. Well, no, not all of them. Just Quantum of Solace. I'm just and kidding. One I traded ones. in a bunch of the ones I picked up, too. Well, yeah, but I beat Quantum of Solace, and I, I'm never going to play it again because nobody's playing online and blah, blah, blah. And, and But I literally got the same amount that I paid for it, but then I got the additional 20 bucks, and I actually had two games that were on their special list, so I put those toward my Prestige Edition for, for Modern Warfare. But I honestly don't normally even trade my games in. I, I usually keep everything. But it was mm-hmm. one of those deals where uh, there were certain games in my on my list, like Quantum of Solace, that I looked at, and in my head just popped up and said, "I will never play this game again, ever." Like Battlefield Bad Company is another one I got rid of. There's no way I'm ever going to play that game again because two is coming out, and there's other games like Modern Warfare two and everything else. And I just said, "It's just going to sit on the shelf and never get played ever, 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 ever." Yeah. So I got rid of it. Yeah, the only time I ever trade stuff in at GameStop, for the most part, is when they have those deals where you trade in like three or four games and you get extra credit, like extra $10, extra $20, because then you can take the games that they'll give you like 10 cents for and actually get something for them. So, I mean, there's other options. There's always eBay. You can sell them on Amazon. But the problem with that is you got to pay for shipping, and both of those will take fees out. And a lot of older games, you just, like, I got rid of Chrome Hounds in the last uh, GameStop trade-in deal, because as much as I wanted to play that game online, they're shutting the servers down if they haven't already. And what am I going to do then? So I got rid of it while I could, and I got a little bit of extra credit for it, even though they gave me, like, a dollar for the game or whatever. Um, But you you really got to watch it. Like, I asked the dude, this is actually one of the reasons, okay, I've said this before, but there's literally four game stops within a half mile radius about five minutes from my house i am not joking two in the mall and two right outside the mall i wish that was the case for when we were at one yeah Yeah. i wish that was the case for when we were at e3 instead of driving for an hour and then when we got there it was closed closed (laughs) (laughs) yeah but sorry glenn the one i used to frequent i decided to stop going to because the guy was a dick when i went to trade in my stuff like I wanted to see what the prices were, and I, I was going to trade in Blaze Blue possibly, and they were going to give me fifteen bucks for it. So I'm like, no, 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 I'll keep it. And I ended up selling it to Oats later on anyway. But he was like kind of a dick about it, and then was pushing the whole game, st- you know, the GameStop Edge Card membership thing yeah. on me. And I'm like, dude, I don't want it. And he was such a pushy asshole about it, and like offended when I want didn't want to do it. I'm like, that's fine. I'm not going to go to your store because the GameStop in the mall in Southridge. Southridge Mall, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the one upstairs. Probably yeah. the best GameStop in the area. They're really cool guys. They treat us great. Um, yeah, they were but yeah, nice to us. Like, yeah, I, 
you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. And uh, there's a, I would say check into like used media places if there are any around you. In Wisconsin, there's a, a small chain called Mega Media Exchange that's kind of eating up a lot of the smaller ones. But they actually yeah. will pay you cash, and their prices are better than GameStops. Like, I've walked out with quite a bit of money when I never thought I would, trading in stuff there. So yeah. keep your options open, and if those don't work, look at Amazon, look at eBay. eBay kind of sucks nowadays, but Amazon's easy. You can set up a seller account. You don't even need a picture or anything. And you can leave your games up there till they sell, which is really nice. I thought there it was another one, too, that they've been talking about on VG Evo. I just can't remember the name of it. So you might want to check around VG Evo as well. Yeah. How about just putting, like, um, in the forums, just, like, putting up what games you've got, like, to trade with other people who've yeah. got games that they want to trade, and you can do it for free. All you do is pay for shipping. Yeah, you can do that at VGEvo.com. I mean... A couple other people have tried it and it's worked out. There's actual yeah. like trading sites. Even Cheap Ass Gamer has a, a whole trading section that I used to do. There's like goozex.com yeah. where you get points I, I, for the game. I wouldn't give in. these big stores your money or your, your games because they're just it's just highway robbery and it's it's disgusting the way they yeah. get away yep. with it. it really I mean is. and 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 kids have got no other choice, really. Yeah, and that's who they're preying on is the kids and the, exactly. the parents who don't really know any better. Yeah, I think it's disgusting. Don't give them your 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 business. Just do it someplace else. Go online, do it, trade through people on forums and stuff like that, or go to Cheap Ass Gamer and do it through that way. There's there's plenty of other ways of getting games. Just just don't go to these big retailers uh, who blatantly rip you off. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't agree. don't totally do that no agree. more. That that's disgusting. You want how many games did you got? One, two, three, four. Five, six games, and you got like twenty three bucks for it. That's bullshit. Damn. And I would have bought. I probably would have bought uh, the the Mortal Kombat versus DC off of them too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, GameStop still sells that for like. Oh, it's ridiculous. It was like thirty five bucks because. Yeah. I was at the mall yesterday with my buddy because we went to see Paranormal Activity and we were like killing time in the mall before it started. And we were looking at it, and he's like, "Oh, I want this," and it, it was like thirty-five bucks. I'm like, "You know, it's a good game, but yeah, thirty-five bucks." <laughs> nah. All right. Well, uh, we got three voicemails, so we're just gonna go email, voicemail, email, voicemail. This first one, <laughs> it, it's pretty funny. I don't know if people are doing this intentionally now or what, but goddamn, this is hilarious. Uh, I actually have entitled this one "Dear Diary." Uh, I have no idea who this caller is. But he goes on for almost four minutes, and it's goddamn hilarious. So, uh, <laughs> give it a listen. Yeah, sorry, just taking a drink. Um, had a, uh, I think four, maybe five shots right about now. <laughs> sorry, um, yeah. Um, I'm listening podcast. Great stuff. <laughs> Uh, How does he even know? Shit, what was I calling about? <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Uh, fuck. What? <laughs> God damn it. Just forgot again. Um, great, great podcast. Uh, something about trophies. Uh, I was <laughs> playing a game. And got trophies on it. Uh, Pixar's up. And, uh, 
Platinum. They told me it was a good game, but yeah, don't play that unless you're dirty, dirty trophy whore. Dirty, like dirty C3. trophy whores. But um, uh, yeah, great podcast. Horse? Loving it. And uh, maybe. Fuck, <laughs> I haven't drank this long in a while. I hope this can be okay. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't finished this stuff. Yeah, I bought it for 21st birthday, vodka, Kahlua, uh, banana creme. Ugh, banana. Some sort of liqueur. That ain't drinking. Um, but haven't drank this much in a long time. <laughs> long time. For like two weeks. And some milk, Colorado Bulldog with banana creme stuff. Ugh. And it's good. It's good. Needs more ice. Glass wasn't big enough. Biggest <laughs> alcohol glass I had. I uh, couldn't drink some, then pour a bunch of ice in it. Water it down a little bit. Wow. It's strong. I'm feeling <laughs> pretty good right about now. <laughs> like I said, uh, more drunk than I've been in a long time. About a year and a half. <laughs> But uh, great podcast. I hope I can make it up those fucking stairs. Shit, don't drink if you sleep upstairs. Don't do it. Bad wow. idea. But uh, yeah, I might have some flying dogs later. Um, what was I calling about? Uh, we, don't know, uh, not, we don't know. Don't keep up a good podcast. Um. Fuck, I want to play some games so bad now, but I know I'm not going to be able to do anything. Fuck. Well, it's a good thing I got the Platinum, because now that I have Platinum, not a whole lot of games are really going to boost me up right about now, which is good, because I don't need to be playing games. I'll be throwing controller at HDTV. Not good. I'm trying to. <laughs> okay, I don't remember what I'm calling about. Um, did I? Uh, fuck it. Good night. Awesome podcast. Leaving iTunes review. Bye. <laughs> wow. I wish what about he was just laying on the side of uh, on his side on on the bed, just with the phone kind of laying on his face. Uh, 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 uh. This is the kind of guy that would call his friend at like two in the morning. Hey, what are you doing? I'm sleeping. <laughs> Dude, you should have been out tonight. All right, well, uh, thanks, mystery caller. You might want to check out Drunken Gamers Radio. (laughs) Yeah. Drunk calls, okay, seriously, drunk calls should go to Drunken Gamers Radio podcast because they have a whole thing every week with drunk calls. (laughs) Yeah, the drunk dials. Ah, Occasionally we can have one, though. That's pretty funny. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next email. Uh... Hi, Mark and Glenn. I have a couple of questions for you guys. Number one, I have the official Bluetooth headset. It works perfect, but there is there a way to adjust the mic sensitivity? When I go into the setting to adjust it, it only gives me three, and I can't select any other number. Is this normal and the way that the headset works? Yeah, uh, they did a firmware revision like three back, and it locked it at three because people kept cranking it all the way up. So you're stuck at three. 
Uh, number two, I just got my just got a new Sony 32 inch TV a couple of months ago. Its native resolution, <laughs> its native revolution, <laughs> is 720p. I was playing Uncharted 1 again before Uncharted 2 came out and noticed something with my TV. When playing Uncharted, the picture was not as good as when I played on my Sony 40-inch 1080p TV. The face edges didn't have a smooth curve and seemed blocky. Seemed like the detail was not there. So I messed with the picture settings, vivid, cinema, etc. After adjusting everything, I went back to default settings and noticed that my TV has a theater button on the controller. Uh, once I hit the theater button, the picture became darker and looked great. I understand theater settings will make the picture darker, but I was shocked that the picture looked great. Does using the theater setting hurt anything while the TV playing video games? I assume no, but I but not a TV expert. Uh, thanks for your help and great podcast. Keep up the great job. Thanks, Acid Acid, acid FireX, I guess. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, no, the theater button is just a preset set of uh settings <laughs> preset set of settings uh basically probably turn turn down uh your contrast it probably turned off the edge enhancement that kind of thing uh the reason that it looks blockier on 720p compared to 1080 is that the uh scan lines are larger and you're running at a higher at a lower resolution so you're running at uh 720p instead of 1080 you know 1920 by 1080 so when you run at 1080p, no matter what, it's going to look a little bit finer because the the you're getting more pixels on the screen at once, and they're smaller. the The scan lines are smaller, that kind of thing. Also, if you have a quote unquote cheaper TV, which a Sony 32 inch is not a cheaper TV, sometimes uh, it'll just look a little bit blockier because their scaler built in isn't too good. Uh, also. That's why you see anti-aliasing not turned on at 1080p compared to 720p, uh, because with the smaller scan lines and everything else, things look smoother inherently because of the smaller scan lines. So that's a really quick and dirty way to describe it. But yeah, the hmm. theater button won't hurt anything. You're fine. All right. So there. All right. Uh, our next voicemail from uh, someone that's been on the show before. Hey, Glenn, Mark, you handsome bastards, you. It is uh, hey, Lauren right. from Furious Gamer Radio. Oh, my thought God. I gave you guys a quick call. I just saw your number up on Twitter looking for calls from an Uncharted 2 Midnight launch, so I thought I'd give you a quick call because <laughs> uh, this is a unique experience for me in that I've never been to a Midnight launch before, and nor did I ever think at uh, 37 years old that I would drive out at midnight to buy a video game, but <laughs> this game is so it looks so good, and I'm so anticipating its launch. I decided to drive down here, and I have to say I'm a little disappointed by the lack of fanfare as I was driving through the streets of Denver at midnight, uh, which were pretty desolate at midnight on a Monday night. I was expecting a parade, maybe some of the naughty dogs uh, <laughs> cheering me on as I was driving towards, towards the uh, game store to buy Uncharted 2. And then I arrived at... Uh, my local GameStop here, and there were about, I don't know, maybe 15 people in line, 15, 20 people, uh, of which uh, there were three or four who bought Brutal Legend, which was uh, interesting to me. I was curious to see how many came out for Brutal Legend. I was very glad to see some people came out for it, and the rest were for uh, Uncharted. So uh, I was the last guy in line, last one to walk out of the store by about 12.10, and it was, uh, it was, um... Like I said, pretty less eventful than I had hoped for. I'd imagine a Call of Duty or a Halo 3 launch would have many, many, many more people out here. But uh, um, like I said, I expected to walk out of the store maybe. <clears throat> Excuse me, walk out of the store and find uh, Evan Wells or uh, Christophe Balestra <laughs> hanging outside thanking me for buying the game or something like that. But uh, alas, that was not the case. So 
just thought I'd give you a quick call from Denver. I am uh, couldn't be more excited to go home and put this game in than I know that you bastards yeah, have already finished. So maybe next time we can do a furious game of radio, PlayStation Nation launch or something, and make it more exciting than uh, my solo experience coming down here. So anyway, <laughs> I hope you guys are well. Can't wait to talk to you about the game. Take care. Yay! Thanks, Lauren. Well. You know, first off, he walked out at 12.10, so we know he didn't go home to play the game because he's 37, so he had to drink his Metamucil on the way home and, uh, <laughs> you know, hit the hay right away and then get up at 4.30 in the morning to have breakfast. <laughs> you know sure from personal experience, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure that he wears a sweater and then, uh, you know, he has to eat half a grapefruit. <clears throat> yeah, I put that up on Twitter. I'm like, hey, if you're in a at a midnight launch, you know, call us from, from there and, and tell us what the mood is and everything. And of course, like nobody did it. So <laughs> except for Lauren jerks, assholes. I think somebody else did it, but I don't, there was one call where the audio like started and like 10 seconds later, it just crapped out and I could never hear what was going on. I could just uh, hear a lot of people talking. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway. All right. On to number three. You can read this one. Mark. Number three. Hey guys, this Christmas I'm becoming a first-time PSP owner. I'm a cheap bastard that likes to rent and buy used games, so I'm getting a 3000 Good choice. I'm wondering choice. if you guys could give me your top five PSP games to help me start my PSP game collection. Great podcast. Keep up the good work. I appreciate the time you spend on this. Thanks. Aw. Ryan Chaka Joda. That's just for you, Torgo. <laughs> Since you put Ryan Shaka whatever on the site, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Shaka Shaka, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> so I warned Martin about this one. So Martin's supposed to have a list made up, and I bet you for he, he didn't uh, get five because he doesn't have a PSP anymore. I had to sell it to pay the bills. Yeah, Aww. the Buffalo Bills. No, did, did I, I, I do have a list though. I do have a list of what I was playing. Before well, I did lay it on us, man. Lay it on you. Okay, uh, wipeouts. Both of them. Yes. <laughs> both wipeouts. Nice. Um, amazing games. Um, I'll say it again. Um, it's probably the best futuristic racing games I've ever played. Um, and the PSP games are unbelievable. Um, the frame rate is 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 a solid. Is it sixty on the PSP? Ooh. I know the second game is. I'm not sure if the first. The, the one second is. game is yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, the, the frame rate is solid. What is it, Pulse is the second one? Yeah. Uh, I was getting confused. Yeah, yeah. Pulse, because Pure was the first yeah. one, and Pulse is yeah. the second. Pulse, yeah, Pulse if second, you're going to yeah. get just one wipeout, get that one, because get Pulse, it actually yeah. has some remastered tracks from the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but both both of those were uh, in my list. Um, Space Invaders Extreme? Mm. Hey, that's on my list. That's a hell of Mine a game. Too. That's superb. Yeah, and you can uh, get it for like yeah. twenty bucks or less in the U.S. now. Yeah, easily. So that's uh, that, and uh, God of War. Nice. Ah. Is, a, is, is an amazing Olympus. PSP yes. game. Is unbelievable. I, don't, I have no idea how they pulled that off on a PSP, but wow, it looks great. It plays great, um, and it's it's a blast. It doesn't last very long, which is a bit of a shame. It's quite short. But right. it depends what kind of gamer you are. Um, <laughs> That's what she if, said. If you're just... <laughs> hey, well, Japanese girls, you know what they like. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's a little bit short, but uh, it's it's still a it's still a great game. It's still a great experience. So uh, yeah, I'd definitely say God of War. And my final one, uh, it, I'd have to say <laughs> my GPS game I had on my PSP. Uh, obviously, you need a <laughs> GPS, <laughs> but to be honest, it was the I played it more than well, I used it more than anything else on my PSP because I used it every day in a car. Because as my GPS, uh, so yeah, my GPS software. <laughs> you know, I'm so, pissed yeah. they haven't the brought US that out in the US. Reason. I yep. wanted that so badly because I would fucking use it. Yep. Mm. Uh. Have you seen this? Have you seen the special attachment you can have for the PSP Go to attach like other stuff? Yeah, yeah you know uh, that, that thing is ridiculous. Yeah, it looks a bit silly. Oh, but, the the FM antenna loop looking thing. It's no, it's like a picture frame for it. It's stupid. Yeah, no, it looks like an FM antenna loop that you put on a receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Dumb. Well, at least yeah. at least you Fuck can use your old peripherals though. Like, uh, well, the ones in Japan anyway. Like uh, the TV, you've actually got a real TV antenna in Japan. It's a one seg, and uh, you, you've got your GPS as well, so they can both go on the go. So that's cool. Huh. But yeah, so uh, as I, as I said, um, my two wipeouts, uh, God of War, um, Space Invaders Extreme, and PSP uh, GPS software. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark, uh, um, okay, half my list is pretty much like game of the year for two thousand nine, but the. Uh, stuff on this is going to be replaced soon. I had a tough time coming up with this because there's so many PSP games I both like and love. But here's what my current favorites are. Number five, I put Castlevania Dracula X Chronicles. Damn it, that's um, my list too. Yeah, it it's so good though. It I mean, yeah, it's got the Turbo graphic. I mean, it's a the remake of the Turbo Duo Castlevania that never officially hit the U.S. In 3D, but it's like 2.5D, so it plays like 2D. Right. It's got the original right. on there, and it's got the remastered version of Symphony of the Night, which is one of my all-time favorite games. The emulation right. of it isn't perfect on the PSP, but you can get this game so dirt cheap now, it is just yeah. fucking awesome. It, it's uh, number four content, and it's awesome. Exactly. Number four, Space Invaders Extreme. This will always Hell be, yeah. most likely always be in my top five somewhere, because I... For whatever reason, I will always have a love for Space Invaders, and I love what they did with this update. It's always in my PSP um, travel bag, whatever you call it. I mm-hmm. love this game to death. Uh, number three, Disgaea 2. I know it's recent, but I think it is the best strategy RPG on the PSP, and that's even like beating out the original Disgaea and the Final Fantasy Tactics remake and Jean d'Arc, but only because I haven't actually played Jean d'Arc yet. I know, I know. But it's really fucking good. It's basically you've got endless gameplay possibilities in this thing if you're willing to put that much time into it. Number two is Dissidia. Uh, I have not been this enamored with a PSP game since earlier this year, which is my number one. But it's great if you're a casual fan of Final Fantasy. I think you'll still get into it. It's just a fantastic melding of like a fighting game and an RPG. I can't stop playing it. Like, even if I don't play it that much during a week, I still play it a little bit because you can just pop on, do a couple battles, and basically I'm like grinding characters that I already have high level or experimenting with ones I haven't played yet. It's 
just phenomenal. It just dropped in price on Amazon, I think. It's now 30 bucks instead of 40 ah. So, yeah. Like, I don't like the Squeenix tax of $40 for a PSP game. I mean, it's not just Squeenix. A lot of PSP games are that. I think 30 yeah. is just a fantastic price. I paid even less than that because I got it at the Amazon Gold Box. But totally worth it. And finally, number one, this should be a, no surprise, but Fantasy Star huh. Portable. I had, I love Fantasy Star. I mean, I love Fantasy Star. I love Fantasy Star Online. I liked Fantasy Star Universe, but had issues with it. This is basically a portable Fantasy Star Universe. But they went and fixed a lot of the problems that Universe had, like the the paid-to-play MMO version of it, to make it a great portable game, a hell of a lot of fun. And I guarantee you, as soon as Fantasy Star Portable 2 comes out, that will easily replace this as my number one. I've been following what they've been doing or like what's going to be in fantasy star portable two. And it, it mm. sounds like basically the best version of like the fantasy star online universe, whatever that they've made yet. They, they've got that fantasy star zero coming out on DS. The team from that went to work on fantasy star portable two after they finished. So they bring they brought a lot of the improvements and stuff that they made from that game, and they basically are like changing the game even from what like Fantasy Star Universe was to make it. I mean, I've been reading the, like following the thread on NeoGaf. Basically, they've been highlighting all this stuff. It just sounds incredible. It's gonna actually gonna have infrastructure mode this time. It's gonna be awesome. Wow. And I almost put Half Minute Hero on this, but I haven't played enough of it yet. Right. But I think there's a there's an extremely good chance that that will replace one of the games on this list. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I may have to get that game. Uh, my top five, mm-hmm. you've already heard two of them, but uh, I'll go down. I, I kind of numbered them. Uh, n- my number five was Space Invaders Extreme. I, I totally agree with Mark. I, this is a game that's always with me when I have a PSP with me. Uh, it Ooh, is did you one know- of those games that's... <clears throat> go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to inter- interrupt. I'm drunk now. Can you tell? Um Space Invaders Extreme 2 is coming out on DS, like, now. Yeah, I played the first one on the DS, and honestly, I thought the PSP one was so much better. No, but the thing is, the reason it's not coming to PSP this time is because they built it for the dual screens now. Oh, really? Eh, Yeah, so it's actually supposed to be pretty good. I'll probably pick it up just because I love the first, but sorry. Yeah, eh, eh, we'll see. Uh, It's it's one of those games that's great for, like, if you just want to play something for five or ten minutes. You can play through a couple rounds, whatever. Uh, the music is awesome. The gameplay is insane, and it never gets boring because you're only on the one screen for f- less than a minute. Uh, a lot of bonus rounds, th- that kind of thing, and it- it's phenomenal. And I've seen it used dirt cheap, like insanely cheap. Uh, my number four, which is going to get replaced in March, but uh, MLB 09 the show. Uh, they've done a an, an astounding job bringing this game portable. Uh, it plays insanely well. It looks great. It, it- it's very very deep. And uh, just an awesome game on a portable system. Uh, number three, Castlevania: The Draculax Chronicles. You know, Mark covered that pretty much, but uh, the Turbo Graphics version, uh, you know, Rondo of Blood, is still considered, I think, in the Castlevania community, if the, if there is one, as one of the best <laughs> Castlevania titles ever. And, and and it is. It's it's got a great soundtrack. It's a great game. A lot of secrets. Uh, but the addition of Symphony of the Night is just. I mean. What a package. It's just an, an amazing package. Uh, my number two, which actually will suck on the go if they ever bring it out, uh, Pinball Hall of Fame, the Williams Collection. 
And the reason I say it's, mm. it'll suck on the go is because they made it so you can flip your PSP uh, vertical. Oh, yeah. So that the screen is vertical, and you use the uh, X and triangle as your flippers so that you can see up the entire table. Well, the way the go is where the control would, would be to the side, if you did that, it's just not going to work. So, uh, yeah, I, that's one game that will always be near and dear to my heart on the uh, 3000. And uh, it's a game that I've probably played more than almost any portable game out there. I'm always playing that game. Uh, there's a ton of mm-hmm. tables. They're really, well, really well emulated this time. Uh, I still need to get the PS3 one. Damn it! Uh, but you know, I have it. I barely game. touched it. <laughs> uh, I will play it though. So, yeah. uh, and my number one, which uh, actually I didn't think about because I haven't played it for a couple months, but I used to play the living hell out of this game, including on our flight to uh, LA and back. Uh, Hot Shots Open T two Golf, there you go. which. My God, is this a great game. Uh, fixed every single complaint I had with the first one. Ton of secrets. You know, you can look around the courses, find different clothing, uh, different items for your golfer. Uh, progression. The progression was completely fixed from the first game, uh, where the first one you really didn't feel like you were ever unlocking anything. Uh, a lot of different courses, online play, just awesome gameplay. You know, it's hot shots, so it's cutesy, but it's actually a really deep game. And by far one of the best PSP games out there. Uh, looks great on that screen. It plays really well. There's a ton of content and another one that you can get pretty cheap. It is up on the store and that I actually may double dip on it to have it on the go because I honestly do play Open T2 a ton. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my number one. Do not get Open T the first one. It, it, it's, it just doesn't feel right. Open T2, like I said, fixed every complaint I had. And with the addition of online play, that was just win-win. And there's still people online playing it today. So <laughs> there's a lot of other games I wanted to add as well. <laughs> Luminous 2, Every Extend Extra, which you can find. Oh, yeah. Uh, Legend of Heroes, I think, is phenomenal. Uh, there's some great PS1 games like Squeak It In. Uh, and, of course, Final Fantasy VII, if you're into Final Fantasy. Uh, Rayman, like I said. Uh, man, Gran Turismo Tekken? is awesome. Yeah, but I, PS1 doesn't count. <clears throat> yes, Tekken... Uh, Dark Resurrection. Second Dark Resurrection, amazing yeah. Amazing on the PSP. Street Fighter Alpha Max. Really Grand Theft yeah, Auto. Alpha Max, which is up on the store. Which is amazing for what they got out of a PSP. Uh, Ridge Racers is really good. <laughs> Twisted Metal uh, Head On is really good. Um, like like Martin said, the Wipeout games are awesome. I mean, there's a ton of games. That's, that's why it's so hard to say get the PSP Go because. And and I know it Dark. takes. It, I know that Sony and, and the publishers and everybody don't get money from used games. But my God, there are so many used games out there on UMD for such good prices that mm-hmm. you can go buck wild and get a huge collection of games for a very good price right now. And yeah. like I said, the nice thing about getting the three thousand is you can also download stuff from the store. You get the best of both worlds. And the three thousand ain't that tough to carry. <laughs> Hermaphroditic porn. <clears throat> yeah, I did this for you, man. So, all right, I'll stop gushing about the PSP um, like we always do. Yeah, the I didn't include... as well, sorry. I, I yeah, that's good too, Clank. actually. Size yeah. minus, it's awesome. Um, True. I didn't include any of the Ease games on my list, even though it's my favorite series. Basically because Ease, Ark of Nepishtim, is a really shitty PSP port, and Ease 1 and 2 and Ease 7 have not made it to the US yet, so they're very difficult to play in Japanese. There you go. Right. All right. Uh, our third voicemail, and this is kind of funny. Uh, you know, we we a few weeks ago, I think it might have been the last time Martin was on the show with us. I can't remember, but 
uh, we got a phone call right in the middle of recording, and we answered it, and it was Zavari. Oh, yeah. And then last week, I was getting stuff ready, and he called again, so I answered. I didn't record it, but I answered again and, and gave him some shit for it. So uh, he finally figured out how to leave a voicemail. <laughs> so here, here it is. What's up, PS Nation? It's Zavari, otherwise known as Highway Z. Guess what, Dargo? I learned how to leave a voicemail without calling you. <laughs> uh, just gearing up for Warhawk Wednesday, and I had a quick question. It's been bugging me for a couple weeks now. I'm looking at the package for Motorstorm Arctic Edge, because uh, we do carry the UMD version in store. And on the back, it says Remote Play Compatible, and I can't figure out what the hell that means. Remote Play is supposed to work by putting PS3 content on your PSP. How is a PSP game Remote Play Compatible? Am I able to play it on my PS3? Is there some kind of mode there? I haven't found anything like that. I've tried Googling it. I can't find an answer. If anyone would know who to ask about this, I figure it's you guys. So, please, if you can find an answer to this, I'd really appreciate you, you answering it on the cast. Anyways, keep up the good work. Sorry for bugging you. Have a good night. Hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I did send an email asking about this. I have not gotten an answer yet. My guess is that um, because the PSP Go allows you to, to um, uh, pair a DualShock 3 with the, with the Go and actually be able to play the game with a DualShock 3, and not just resistance retribution. I'm wondering if they kind of made it so that it works with DualShock Three, you know, inherently. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm, I'm actually, I was. He he mentioned it on the shop box. I went, wow, that's actually really weird that it says that. So I'm trying to find out. Sorry, I don't have a better Ooh. answer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. The last email. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, oh. wait. Where'd Martin go? We need him. He's. Be right Martin. back. Martin. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I've got to go okay. soon, though. Okay, okay, we're almost done. Well, we're almost done. <laughs> this one's from Gaming, uh, a.k.a. Dragon's Glory. If the tsunamis haven't killed him, then he might have gotten killed by in the bombing. Read all about it. NASA bombs the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I had to move. I told you at the beginning of the show. Listen to the show yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> Do you have like a do? You, do you all wear helmets now, just in case? Oh, we wear them every day anyway. We yeah, that's that's a daily norm for us now. Helmets, yeah, safety <laughs> goggles. <laughs> we all have whistles around our necks so we can blow f- for when we when we see incoming missiles from uh, NASA. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> every it's a fun day for everyone. It's a yeah, it's better than going <laughs> to Disneyland. Fun! Yeah, it's better than going to Disneyland. Well, especially with all the Disney Channel you're watching now. Oh, Christ, yeah. please don't suss. Hannah Montana. Jonas Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's wrap this up. We ran long as usual, uh, which I think people are getting used to now. Martin, buddy, oh. thanks for finally uh, getting back on with us. Yeah, n- not a problem. It's my pleasure, but sorry, I had to rush to go now because uh, wifey has to go out to the hospital with the wi- uh, with the baby, so... Oh, jeez. Oh, that's yeah. okay. So I, I need to feed I her before she goes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like like we said before, please don't forget about Extra Life happening in a couple weeks. Uh, be sure to join us on the, on the stream if you can. Uh, we'll definitely be up for gaming online because we're got, we got 24 hours of gaming to do, and we're going to need to play a lot of people. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, uh, and if you want, you know, get out there and, and donate early. You definitely qualify for uh, for raffle tickets now. And uh, yeah, so I guess until next week, get out there and play some games. Don't bomb, bomb the Next mood. week, get out there and play. Some- these reality shows just encourage the average assholes to think they could become stars. These shows get worse and harsher all the time. I swear to God, I'm half I'm half waiting for a show where they just toss a bunch of paraplegics in a lake just to see what'll happen. That show is coming, believe me. Somebody's gonna come up with a show like that. And you'd watch it too, The Floater. You wouldn't watch a show called The Floater? Everybody would watch The Floater. It would be a super smash hit. And there'd be tons of paraplegics lined up around the block to be part of it, too. I'm buoyant. I'm very buoyant. I want to get on there. Do I get to meet Ryan Seacrest? (laughs) These reality shows where people just go on and admit to, you know, all these daytime talk shows. That shit is just so decadent. You know, I was watching these daytime talk shows the other day. There were were a bunch of... uh, there were a bunch of women on there who had babies and they didn't know who the father of the baby was. And they were just proud as shit to be on national television admitting that. And I'm not judging these girls morally. I'm really not because I, I do a lot of immoral shit, believe me. But I lie about it and I cover it up because, because I'm a Christian and I have the decency. I have the decency to... to to create a false sense of well-being in my home, you know? Let's say I go on the road and I snort a bunch of blow with a hooker in Reno, let's say, hypothetically, right? When I get home, I feel pretty shitty about myself, but I don't try to make myself feel better by telling my wife all about it. That would be mean. I carry that pain inside with me. Because I'm a decent person and I care about her and I don't want to hurt her. Because I'm a good guy. So I got to carry all those hooker drug memories in here. All I'm saying, look, these girls are on the show. All I'm saying is there was a time in our history where if you got pregnant and you didn't know who the father was, you thought, wow, I'm a bit of a whore. I think I fucked too many dudes last month. I should have I kept better track. Maybe kept some records or a sign-in book or something, some kind of something. And you'd be, you'd be a little embarrassed and you'd come up with some sort of lie to tell the kid, you know, your father was a hero. He died in the war. So at least the kid would grow up thinking he had a hero dad for a while. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell him the truth. You wouldn't tell him, you know, your, your dad was some fucking trucker that banged me behind the rest area. You know, you'd, you'd make up a story. Your dad was a hero. He died in the war. And then the kid would grow up, you know, thinking like, oh yeah, my daddy loves me. I had a daddy that loves me, he's a hero, and he died in the war, you know? And then eventually, the kid would, would grow up and think, wait, we never went to war with Holland in the 70s? What kind of bullshit lie was that, huh? You know, but at least you tried. You didn't go on the Maury Povich show and spin a big wheel to see which toothless mullet head was your baby daddy. You know what I mean? Holy shit. I was watching that Maury show the other day. There was this girl, there must have been like 20 dudes, and she's like, I fucked all y'all. I fucked all y'all. We gonna find out one of y'all my baby daddy. We fixing to find out right now. I fucked all y'all. Y'all ought to be embarrassed. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves all fucking me like that in the same two-day period. <laughs> y'all really are shameless. Y'all really are. We gonna find out, Maury. <laughs> I'm your baby daddy, baby. No, you ain't. Yes, I is. You are not my baby daddy, Cleaver. You fucked me in my butt. You're so stupid. <laughs> he, he is so stupid, Maury. I don't even know how babies is made. Ha <laughs> ha.